93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, September 16th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Purdue Pharma, the company that made billions selling the prescription painkiller OxyContin, has filed for bankruptcy days after reaching a tentative settlement with many of the state and local governments suing it over the toll of opioids. The filing late Sunday night in White Plains, New York, was anticipated before and after the tentative deal, which could be worth up to $12 billion over time, was struck. But legal battles still lie ahead for Purdue after half the states have not signed on to the proposal. Several of the them plan to object to the settlement in bankruptcy court and to continue litigations in other courts against members of the Sackler family, which owns the company. Every time that I've heard a uh, an anchor mention this story, I hear Purdue Farms. Yes. And I'm like, right. why would a chicken business <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. be behind all the OxyContin thing? That and old I, guy seems so nice. You know, <laughs> Frank Purdue. old guy. Dude. You know, yeah. I had no idea. He was and getting people hopped it. up on opioids. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's this is pharma. this is wild, man. Yeah. This so listen, is... it just started to break, and they started to find things that were more conclusive in that they knew exactly what was going to happen. And that's listen, everyone is owed their day in court and so on and right. so forth. But there's a lot of information that suggests the orchestrated efforts to massage addiction, and that's yeah. horrific. So yeah. we'll see how God, this plays can you out. Imagine if, like, that's just so unbelievable. To well, me. I mean, they they said initially, like, when they were selling this, it is not addictive. And that, and, and no it's, it's, yes, it's to Dude. the direct contrast. And and this is, I think, what they have against them. Obviously, data that they were aware of and in possession of that said exactly the opposite. I guarantee you, we could do an entire morning. Of people calling in, talking about yeah. getting off of the, of a, a, the uh, right. that in particular, OxyContin. I've heard people talk to people who have gotten hooked oh, yeah. on it, a- who went in. Accidentally. Yeah. Or, or it, for the simplest thing. And, and now prescribed people, it. Like, like garlic to a vampire now will not go anywhere near it in a recovery for fear yeah. of what's going to happen. But yeah. uh, Tony Luke was at the um, the uh, Burger Brawl yesterday and we were talking about this very subject because obviously it's... His, is that what his son was? Yeah, that yeah. So, and, and that was exactly it was it was pain after an accident mm-hmm. that that exponentially got worse, and and there you go. So, yeah, this you're right, Preston. There's tons of stories. That, like that. was the one though when I was uh, in my early 20s. I knew that that was bad, right? Yeah. The other stuff, Vicodin and Percocet. I had no idea we're in the same family. And by the way, uh, you know, the great grandfather of all that is heroin, right? So, mm-hmm. like, you know, so that they're all in the same family. But actually, I remember a friend of mine. Uh, I didn't go to college with this person, but they were like, "Oh yeah, we, you know, we all were you know, did oxycontin last." I was like, what? "I mean, yeah. he might as well have stuck a needle in his arm and said, hey, we all we all did heroin last night.'" Right. I was like, "You did what? Like, what are you crazy?" But like, you know, little did I know, Vicodin, Percocet, that's all in the same family. Well, and and, and the thing is, though, like with heroin back then, it, they were sticking the needles in their arm. Where this was just a pill, so it was like, yeah. Okay, and your doctor you know, prescribed it. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Uh, the bankruptcy means that Purdue will likely be removed from the first federal opioid trial scheduled to start in Cleveland on October 21st. At least 22 people were injured, including children, on Saturday evening when a debt collapsed at a home in Wildwood, New Jersey. The collapse happened in the 200s.
200 block of East Baker Avenue at about 6 p.m., authorities said numerous emergency crews were on the scene. According to officials with Cape uh, Regional Health System, 21 people were being treated for injuries at their facility. By early Sunday morning, a spokesperson for the hospital said 19 patients, including three children, had been treated and released. At least one additional person was taken to Atlanticare Regional Medical Center in Atlantic City. Uh, There was a neighbor. Her name was Diane Hollenbeck, and she says that she watched it happen. The former trauma nurse says that she immediately ran over to help. I don't know where I got the strength, beams, and everything. I picked them up, and I threw them out of the way. Firemen were running down the street. I went into automatic mode. I mean, what else could I do? Uh, She says that the initial victims uh, trapped was, she says one of the initial victims that was trapped was a baby. According to Hollenbeck, she Mm. saw them hand out a four-month-old baby. Almost Mm. always when this type of thing happens, somebody dies. It's pretty wild that, yeah. that well, no one was killed in the sense. Yeah, you're exactly right, because three, right, it, it pancaked down on it the was, ones below. Right, it was two decks. Right, right yeah. so you always figure that the person who's being pancaked down upon is going to be uh, likely to get killed. But mm-hmm. um, and wasn't there a, a, a convention of rescue yeah. workers in, in the area? It was, yes, it was the firefighters convention. Yeah. Oh, oh so firefighters weekend down That's, there. Yeah, pretty oh, yeah. fortuitous that, that they'd be there to do that. All right, so, but there were three decks. Yeah. Was, uh, Two of them collapsed, I believe. Okay, all right, so where were all the people? Were they, was there anybody on the bottom? Or were they all? Oh yeah, no, they were on the two decks. Yeah, okay. That's why there were so many people trapped. Have you okay. have you ever walked out onto a deck where you were? Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I have. I where have. you could feel it kind of moving yep. a little bit. You're like, yeah, let's get off of here now. Especially, I was on one that. Oh, and then Lou built this. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> structurally, Lou? just visually, yep. doesn't look that good. Yeah. So the building is a seven unit multifamily dwelling condo building. Officials said the second and third uh, third floor front decks suffered a complete pancake collapse, trapping multiple people. The collapse occurred during the annual fire, uh, firefighters convention in the beach resort town. Firefighters were likely among those hurt or trapped. Uh, there's no word yet on exactly uh, who was there and all of the injured, but fire officials mm. say it took more than an uh, an hour to get everyone free. But yeah, they said that there were firefighters running down the street uh, to come help and, and rescue everybody. The United Auto Workers Union went on strike against General Motors Sunday night, the first work stoppage in the United States auto industry in 12 years. At the stroke of midnight, members of the UAW union shut off their machines and walked out in protest. Nearly a dozen of them are picketing outside of GM Parts Distribution Center in Langhorne. They're just a fraction of the nearly 50,000 members of the union joining the picket line after contract talks deteriorated. At this hour, 33 manufacturing plants across the country are closed. Uh, This facility is one of the additional 22 parts distribution centers also shut down. It has just over 100 employees. I, I think it's kind of funny when they cut to the, uh, the strikes, like at uh, the time we're in in the morning. And there's and, like five people there. It's going to build. Trust yeah, me. it yeah, picks yeah. up later yeah, in the day. It's a little early now. I know exactly uh, yeah, what yeah. you mean. Or like even, like I remember some of the uh, the teachers' strikes. Right. Like outside of the school, it's hey. like... <laughs> Yeah, the really devoted ten people. Right. Everybody else comes. It's not impressive. Did she yeah. get that uh, that suit uh, <laughs> that was made popular in the? Uh, where all the people are dancing. All the pe- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every, every one of those people should. Have. We go now. We're, we're striking auto workers. We're doing the Macarena. Are <laughs> oh, you talking about like performance dancers? It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's two rails and like <laughs> yeah. six mannequins all yes. hooked onto one person. So That's it's like you, you get like I don't know, like three of those guys, and then all of a sudden you have eighteen Dude, people there. Dude, yeah. buy, buy an inflatable ride. 
that, you can buy those cars. <laughs> <laughs> Among the uh, union's demands are fair wages, affordable quality health care, and job security. The union says its members struck by the company during its hard times, uh, stuck by the company during its hard times, and accepted uh, stagnant wages. Now they want their share of the profits. GM, meanwhile, says it made a strong offer that includes higher pay and improved benefits. No word on how long the strike will last, but it could be pricey for the automaker, costing over a million dollars an hour for each idle plant. So, oh, Casey, you know what you can do? You can get those cardboard cutouts that they used to sell at Spencer's or the celebrities. You can do that as well. Is that Leonardo DiCaprio? He supports them 100%. He's striking with GM workers. (laughs) But he's smiling at a tuxedo. (laughs) All right, let's do sports this morning. It was not a good weekend in the sports world for Philadelphia. First, the Phillies, then the Eagles. Christian Vasquez homered twice, including his first career Grand Slam, and drove in a career-high five runs to lead the Boston Red Sox to a 6-3 victory over the Philadelphia Phillies on Sunday. They have the day off today before heading to Atlanta to face the Braves in the three-game stand. Vince Velasquez will get the start tomorrow night. And then later in the evening, the Eagles lost to the Falcons 24-20. Julio Jones hauled in a short screen pass on fourth down and took it 54 yards to the end zone with two minutes and 10 seconds remaining, giving the Atlanta Falcons the win. The Eagles return home next week to host the Detroit Lions in their first meeting since 2016. They play Sunday at 1 o'clock, and the Flyers preseason is officially underway with a game against the New York Islanders tonight. The puck drops at 7 p.m., and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. So, we have a lot going on. Uh, first of all, Nick McWain is not here. He was in uh, Colorado, took the day off, and it's very interesting. Oh, there's a story there. What happened with Nick? So, yeah. Marissa is in here. Maybe we'll allude to it Wasn't much bit. of a vacation, just put <laughs> That way. No, it didn't last long at all, but he's not here. He's still in Colorado, and uh, I, I don't know if we'll get a chance to talk to him this morning, But because uh, there's a couple hours difference, and I forgot to get in touch with him last night about calling, but maybe he'll be in tomorrow. I don't know. We'll let you know a little bit later on. He is alive, though. We will do <laughs> No, he's that. fine, yeah. All right, Good so, news, he's yeah. alive. Uh, we have a couple things taking place. Uh, new Word of the Week prize we always reset on a Monday morning. Uh, this is awesome. We will give you 10 tickets to Dorney Park and... Your entire group gets to ride in a real monster truck. Awesome. With reserved line passes. And you can get in board an all-new 10-passenger Gravedigger. What? Or Megalodon. <laughs> when do they come out with this? On a freestyle-inspired course. It's part of Monster Jam Thunder Alley at Dorney Park, which is going on now through November 3rd. Yeah. I've ridden in one, a monster truck, and it was a blast. Yeah, we did one at one of the one of the cream of the scream stops. Yeah, I think I it was did, Shady Brook. Yeah, I did, I did too, that. Right? That was cool. Yeah, we were all there. Yeah, but no, was, I've never seen anything like this that that holds ten people that can ride. Yeah, along. the one we rode in there, it, you could fit a whole bunch of really? people inside. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, you got to do it. It's pretty damn cool. No, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so it's that type of thing. So we'll have your chance to win that with the word of the week prize. And beginning today, we're all set for Money Shark. It starts this morning. At <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The earworm of all earworms. I'm telling you, yeah. we were on the call last night, our conference call, and Casey just said, yeah, Money Shark starts tomorrow. And immediately after yeah. I hung up the phone, I wasn't even thinking about, you know, Money Shark. Do, 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 do. It started in my head. Yeah. 
And I didn't hate you. it. I didn't no. hate it, you know. Uh, but we have your chance to win $1,000 uh, this morning. So, listen up. It's it's easy to play along uh, five times a day, Monday through Friday. Uh, we'll have a chance for you to win $1,000. It's at 8, 11, 1, 4, and 6. And we announce... Uh, that hour's keyword, so as close to 8 a.m. as we can, we'll do that. And there are three ways to enter that keyword that we give you for a chance to win. You can do it through the MMR mobile app or the contest page at WMMR.com. And, of course, you can also text it to a special number that we have, 45911. I'll remind you of that later on. Uh, one random entrant from all that submit the correct word wins $1,000. And everyone that enters through the app or WMMR.com, will also be entered to win a $10,000 grand prize. That's freaking awesome. Sponsored by Horizon Services. If you need the rules, the details, all that stuff, you can go to WMMR.com. So we start that today, which is pretty Very exciting. I love this. All right, those things and more taking place. Oh, and uh, Kathy's Bitch Box uh, Party is Thursday. Yes. Yes. It's Thursday, so we give away the last of our invites over the next few days. Get set. We are headed to Harris in Philadelphia. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Have a lot of entertainment news and some sad news in the world of music, too, that we'll get to returning shortly. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, to give away for the stupid question today, we have a pair of tickets as MMR Rocks, Mr. Jim Jeffries, who will be performing Saturday, October 5th at the Keswick Theater. The 10 p.m. show is what we will have tickets for. So the question that I have for you this morning is, what is the scraping from the peel of a lemon called when used in cooking? 215-263-WMMR. What is the scraping from the peel of a lemon called when you're using it in cooking? Two one five two six three WMMR. Uh, birthdays. While we're waiting for your answer today, Monday, September sixteenth. Stevie, just show me a picture of this guy the other day. Mickey Rourke's birthday is today. Oh my god! He, he doesn't even look human. <laughs> Honestly, he looks like it, he looks like someone has attempted to replace him with an android duplicate. Oh, no. Yeah, he's had so much surgery done on his face. He's had more since whatever the last time you saw him was. And not only that, Preston, he's sitting there with like a bizarre panorama hat yeah. and a shirt unbuttoned and holding two like um, teacup poodles. It's just a bizarre. Mm-hmm. There yep. is a bizarre world that Mickey Rourke lives in. Yep, yep. Uh, so he is celebrating his 67th birthday today. <laughs> uh, Mark Anthony, singer, ex-husband of Jennifer Lopez. Looks a lot like Gollum. 51 years old today. See, I knew him as an actor first. And... You knew him as an actor before he was a singer? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought he was a dancer. No, no, I'm not even ready <laughs> for that. I was looking for, because we don't have any of his music, but he always played like a... Uh, uh, like a bad guy. Yeah, know? all right. Uh, he was like the troubled kid. and oh. He might have even been in like was Stand he, Up and Deliver. But you know, Was he an actor before a singer? Stand yeah. Up and Deliver. Uh, stand and Deliver. Stand and Deliver. Oh, stand and Deliver. Okay. Stand, where the place, stand <laughs> in the place where you live. Yeah. Um, I know him, Preston, as providing your clothing line, right? <laughs> uh, Coles, man, I love them. I may be wearing Mark Anthony right now. Casey, check my label. Yeah, he's oh, a fan of the Mark Anthony look. That, 
No. Okay. Right. No, 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 no. I do like the Mark Anthony. That's collection. Kevin Federline you're wearing. Oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't Popo's know he had a line. <laughs> it's called the Popo's Out. The Popo's Out. <laughs> yeah. I walked through. I was making a return to Coles the other day, Preston, and I was looking because it's in the men's section. I was looking around. I was like, where's the Mark Anthony? Where's yeah, the Preston section? That's my section, man. Uh, Mark Anthony's 51 today. Amy Poehler. Uh, I was just watching Inside Out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she plays. Great. She voices Joy in that. Such a great movie. She's 48 today. Uh, Jennifer Tilly. Uh, I like her. Yeah, I always kind of liked her, too. Uh, she is uh, 61 years old. Her sister is Meg Tilly. Meg kind of phased out of the, the movie industry, didn't A she? A bit. Meg was sort she of the more serious uh, yeah. actress, and yeah. Jennifer was the bride of Chucky. Yeah. So there you go. Yep. But she's also a uh, a really good poker player. Yep. Uh, a great uh, uh, actor, or what's the word I'm looking for? Improvisational actor, uh, Ed Begley Jr. Yes. Uh, who you know from some of the Christopher Guest movies, like Best in Show. Uh, I think he's in Waiting for Guffman as well. He may be in all of them. I'm he's the sure. hotel um, uh, manager in Best in Show. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking for the bumblebee. Uh, yeah, that's right. The stuffed animal. The stuffed animal. <laughs> uh, he's 70 today. Wow. Uh, Dave the Snake Sabo. Wow. Who is that? He's lead guitarist for the band Skid Row. Okay. God. He's 55. Actually, one of my... Favorite, oh, I, I love of that era. One of my favorite guitar solos is in a song called "I Remember You," but he's a uh, fifty-five. Oh, today. you know what? That is. That's good, I yeah. will yeah. remember no, you. That's Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. It's this song. Not too far off, though. It's I remember you. <laughs> oh, not, okay. I will remember you. But uh, yeah, it was a really ripping late '80s, early '90s guitar solo in this song that I love so. Uh, anyway, he is 55 years old today. Uh, Molly Shannon, another SNL alum. I Super talented. Liked her. Yeah, she's, she's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in, She's got a new series coming out. Uh, Any idea what it's about? I forget, but mm-hmm. I, I think it probably has to do with comedy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was uh, Mary Catherine Gallagher, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they made a movie, remember Superstar? Yeah. Didn't do too well. Uh, I liked it, though. I thought yeah, it was yeah. fun. Uh, she's 55. Uh, David Copperfield, the illusionist, former fiance of Claudia Schiffer. For many recall. years, yeah. 63. And then the last birthday, Kathy, it's Nick Jonas's birthday. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. He's the one that got away. Priyanka Chopper got him. Uh, he is, <laughs> Such a uh, shame. 27. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to today's stupid question. Uh, what is the scraping from the peel of a lemon called when used in cooking? 215-263-WMMR is number, and we're going to go to Matt and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Matt, how you doing, bud? Hey, good morning. Hey, so what do you call that uh, scraping from the lemon when you use it in cooking? That would be zest. The zest, yeah. yes. <laughs> you can get that pretty much any citrus. So orange and uh, lime and lemon are zest. All right, so, Matt, hang on. We're going to get your information. We'll give you a pair of tickets. It's MMR Rocks, Jim Jeffries, Saturday, October 5th, 10 p.m. at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, and tickets remain for the early and late shows at AXS.com. Uh, at the box office this weekend, number one was It Chapter 2, raked in over $40 million. Is that the second week for uh, It? I believe so. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, So number two was Hustlers. It did pretty well, $33 million. Word is, I, I've heard there's Oscar rumblings for Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. Yeah, it's rare. They, they never really uh, get us get the stripper thing right, and I guess this is based on a true story, so mm-hmm. they say it's really good. Uh, then you had Angel Has Fallen, uh, Good Boys, The Lion King, Fast and Furious Presents, Hob and Shaw, uh, Overcomer. <laughs> uh, dude, that was too much. You got to warn me. Oh I think we have a, a we have a yeah. clip of that uh, uh-huh. of that movie. I think somewhere we'll have to see if we can uh-huh. 
dig that up. But anyway, yeah, there it is. Yep, it's Overcomer. That's Overcomer. <laughs> This is actually the finale of the movie. Yes. That's a classic last line. Yeah, yeah, so. I think he says something here. Hang on. Yeah, that's right. He's praying? That's that's sort of, that's the equivalent of, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's how iconic... (laughs) That that line is, right, Preston? Yes, it is. God damn, bitch. Uh, (laughs) It's just like Red Red Butler. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have uh, Goldfinch was eighth, followed by uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter. And uh, rounding out the top ten was Dora and the Lost City of Gold. My wife read the, the book. Uh, the Goldfinch and, oh, okay. and raised on it. So apparently it's it's a really good movie, but right. not for the box office. Mm. Uh, so this was terrible to hear about. Uh, Rick Okasik, the guitarist and leader of the Cars, was found dead in his Manhattan apartment yesterday, 75 years old. That is just too, too bad. Uh, according to uh, Rolling Stone, at approximately 3 p.m., uh, police officers responded to a 911 call at Okasik's home, which, by the way, he pronounces it Okasik. I've heard him say his own name, so I know I've always called him okay, Rick Okasik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in case you're going, dude, it's Okasik. Uh, no, but um, he was home schedule. at his home, and uh, officers discovered Okasik unconscious and unresponsive. Hmm. Uh, he was later pronounced dead at the scene, though no cause of death has been revealed, and a rep for... Uh, the New York City Police of Chief Medical Examiner did not immediately reply to a request for comment. Uh, he is survived by six sons, uh, two from each of his three marriages. And at the time of his death, he was estranged from his third wife, supermodel Paul, model, uh, Pauline Porzkova. I didn't know that. No. Uh, he was born Richard Theodore Otkasek, O-T-K-A-S-E-K, in Cleveland. And he is responsible for some of the most timeless and important pop rock new wave classics recorded between 1978 and 1985, literally writing every hit that the Cars scored during their original eight-year run. Um, He played rhythm guitar, shared lead vocal duties with the late bassist Benjamin Orr, who had a great voice. That's right. He passed away. Yeah, and wrote such instant radio staples as Just What I Needed, Shake It Up, Since You're Gone, You Might Think, Good Times Roll, Touch and Go, Drive, Tonight She Comes, Heartbeat City, Let's Go, Magic, and My Best Friend's Girl. But he doesn't sing this song, Casey. No, this is, no. this is uh, Benjamin Orr. So uh, the car split in 1988 and reunited in 2011 for their first album in 24 years titled Move Like This. Uh, in 2018, the band was finally inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And they were great. They did an awesome performance. Sounded great. He yeah. was wonderful. Uh, between uh, 1982 and 2005, Okasik had released seven uh, solo albums. And now after they split, he became an in-demand record producer. And uh, some people, uh, I, at least I didn't remember what work he had done with Weezer, No Doubt, Romeo Void, Hole, Not a Surf, Black 47. He produced all those bands. Oh, wow. Uh, in in fact, the Boo album uh, from Weezer, Rick Ocasek was the producer. It's amazing. And it included, you know, big hits, Undone, The Sweater Song, Buddy Holly, Say It Ain't So. And Rivers Cuomo admitted the failure of the band's follow-up album, Pinkerton, led them to reunite with Ocasek. He had said uh, he gives you advice about all kinds of things that no one else can give you because uh, they haven't been through the type of experience that he has and we have. 
Always, I've always heard that he was the nicest. He, well, you encountered him. I met him at yeah. uh, at Y100. He came by for an interview, and we were right there on uh, on Baltimore Pike. And he stepped out the front door after he had come inside and done the interview with her. And he was outside, out in front, by himself, smoking a cigarette. And at that time, I was a smoker. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I'm gonna go out there and have a <laughs> uh, Rico Kasich. And I walked out there, and just we just had a, a nice, casual chat. He was a super nice guy. I told him that uh, that I had played in a band, and we had played some songs from the Cars. And he said, well, that's good, because you don't need a good singer to play those songs. <laughs> which was really cool, self-deprecating of him. But he was really, really tall. I remember that yeah, about him. Yeah, and uh, sort of like... Uh, uh Jack Skellington-ish from uh, Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Yeah, he's very, very gaunt kind yeah, yeah. of looking about him. But he was just a sweet man, you know. He was a really, really nice guy, and it's sad to hear that he's passed. So, But, I mean, until somebody like that goes, and, and it's too sad that you look back and you go, wow, that song, and that song, and that tune, oh, my God, I love that song, and just yeah. song after song after song. Yeah, and uh, he, he appeared in uh, he appeared with uh, Polina Portakova in uh, the original movie Hairspray. Really? So he's like an avant-garde beatnik artist. Oh. You remember a scene with it? Yeah, and it's that's he's time. in there. Oh, that's him. That's when, him. When they yeah. get lost in Baltimore. Yep, yep. Wow. Uh, so that is sad, and we'll have to uh, make sure that we get some Cars music uh, at some point uh, today. So, And we'll find out more. There's no, uh, you know... Uh, no word on exactly why he passed. I, had, I hadn't heard anything about ill health. You had with Eddie Money leading up to his death. Speaking of, you know, that happened late in the show yeah. on Friday. And uh, he, he, you know, a, a lot of people were, were posting and commenting about um, Eddie Money and how great he was. And I, I just a few of the names that I saw, and I won't read all of them, but Sammy Hagar, Alice Cooper, Paul Stanley, D. Snyder. Slash Rob Zombie. They all loved Eddie Money. Rick, oh, yeah. Rick Springfield, Brett Michaels. And oddly enough, and by the way, he's a great follow on social media, Richard Marks. And here's what he had to say about him. He goes, such a sweetheart. So I'm in January, January at our benefit for the Malibu, Malibu Fires borderline shooting victims and hadn't seen him in years. He gave me a big hug and immediately, while still hugging me, Whispered a dirty joke in my ear. <laughs> so I hadn't seen him in years, and one of the first things he does is tells him a dirty joke. That's funny. And apparently that was one of his things. Like, he would tell, like, corny and dirty jokes all the time. Oh, okay. But he was just this lovable guy, and everybody loved him. You know who is a, a nice tribute we have uh, from um, Ario Speedwagon? If, I don't know if you want to play that here, but it's, sure. it's a, uh, it was Kevin... Um, Kevin Cronin. Cronin, yeah. yeah. They were really good friends. Uh, okay, so this is... Uh, yeah, let me play that. Here we go. I haven't heard this yet. One of our best friends passed away this morning Eddie Money has been has been fighting cancer for a year he is one of the most positive loving caring funny mother you will ever meet we miss him dearly and uh, I promised his wife Lori that we would play this song right now in his honor they played two tickets uh, let's play, play let's hear a little clip of that hang on Uh, 
That was cool of him to do that. So sad news, man, in the world of uh, music, uh, pop, a, pop and rock. That's two, right? Yep, yep. You know, everyone looks for the third. Hopefully, there won't be one. Well, yep. Preston, you had that story last week that talked about this is going to start happening yeah. a lot. All yeah. of our favorite rock stars are getting yep. up there in age. Yep, absolutely. So that's too bad. Well, listen, I do have some other news. Felicity Huffman has been sentenced to two weeks behind bars. And, uh, she pay, of course, this was for paying the $15,000 to help her daughter uh, cheat on the SATs and all that stuff. Uh, all eyes are now following uh, Lori Laughlin. She's facing more serious charges. Uh, but Huffman pleaded guilty and prior to her sentencing on Friday had begged the judge to let her off without jail time. So she ended up getting some. So is like, she, she's going to have to go to jail for She weeks? is. And a lot of people are upset because they're in two weeks. But they're putting her in the prison that uh, from Midnight Express. Okay. So, yeah. So it'll it's a trade-off. They're sending her to Turkey? They're sending her to Turkey. Wow. Okay. Huffman wept ahead of her sentencing before Judge uh, Indira Talwani and said, I am sorry to my daughter Sophie, my daughter Georgia, my husband William. Uh, I have betrayed them. Uh, Sophia was in the car next to me. She was nervous, asking if we could get ice cream. And I thought, I can just turn I'm going around. to jail, Lloyd. <laughs> I'm incarcerated, Sophie. Uh, get your brain around that. She said, I'm doing hard time in the big house. <laughs> to my eternal shame, I didn't, she said. She added, I can only say I'm sorry, Sophia. Uh, I was frightened, I was stupid, and I was so wrong. I'm deeply ashamed of what I've done, and I've inflicted more damage than I could imagine. Now, the Boston judge sentenced her to 14 days behind bars, ordered to pay a $30,000 fine and serve a year of supervised release. She'll also going to have to do 250 hours of community service, and she will surrender to a federal prison on October 25th. When she left court with her husband, um, Macy, she, had, uh, she was silent and appeared stoic. Later, she released a statement which said I broke the law I've admitted that uh, I've admitted that and had pleaded guilty to this crime there are no excuses or justifications for my action period she had Nick Nolte conduct a press conference oh, press it's a big mistake she said I would like <laughs> uh she <laughs> The judge was pretty clear about the way he uh, felt that the sentence was fair. Did you did you see that part? No. Uh-uh. So so they were. Her thing was sort of I was consumed with not being sure how to be the best mother I could be, and so yeah. I made this mistake. And he said that doesn't hold water because there are many people who are conflicted and don't know how to yeah. be the best parents and don't do that. What he did give her bonus points for was immediately owning it when she when it was the case. Lori Laughlin is screwed. Yeah. She is so screwed. Mm-hmm. So my guess is also, and some legal experts say, she might not end up doing the two weeks at all. Okay. You know, it might be very limited. And she's going to a, a, a low security. As it turns out, it won't be a Turkish prison. Oh, it's not yeah. okay. No, in fact, the legal team is hoping to get her into a cushy jail. According to reports, they have uh, requested that she spend two weeks behind bars in a minimum security prison in Northern California. Where they actually have sun uh, sunbathing time, Preston, I heard. They can, <laughs> they can lay out on the roof. Yeah. Uh, Murphy said it is the closest to Miss Huffman's residence. Uh, if she ends up there, she'll face a daily inspection at 6.30 a.m. with lights out at 10 p.m. Still, Forbes has dubbed it one of America's 10 cushiest prisons. Look, I wouldn't expect any less. No, I mean, it's, no. it's she paid a bribe for college and SATs. Yeah. It ain't, you know. And it's not a month. What she was fearing, and not many no. years, as, so, you know, that's part of the deal. Yeah. And she'll get to make some cool license plates. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nolte continued in his statement saying, <laughs> I can promise you that in the months and years to come that I will try to live a more honest life, serve as a better role model for my daughters, and family to continue and contribute my time uh, and energies wherever I am needed. Don't think of this 
finger hurts from desperate housewives. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Lori Laughlin uh, pleaded not guilty. He's facing up to 40 years behind bars if convicted, which would never happen. No, but... they'll likely opt for the death penalty. Uh, Lori, <laughs> they're going to reinstate that yeah. in California? Oh, they're going to put her in the electric What happened? <laughs> There's, you know, like shaving the, the temples and the, the rubber stoppers in her mouth pressed. Uh, uh, I'm Becky! Uh, according to a statement, according to Nick Nolte, uh, Lori is... <laughs> he was there, too? Well, he was... He's, he's the leader. Source. Yeah. Right. Uh, Lori is aware of Felicity's sentence and is processing what that means for her. Her only move now is to take this to court and to prove that she is not guilty of what she is charged with. So she has that ahead of her. Uh, what's the date on that? I don't... Let me see. Um... It's going to be October 2nd, so we got a little little bit of time, but not much, and we'll find out what's up. Here's a problem with, with uh, Felicity Huffman, though, is that she's going to be in jail for Halloween. And, oh, my uh, gosh. And that, uh, that can't oh, be good. Not unless they allow uh, cell-to-cell trick-or-treating. Other legal news. Amber Heard made a surprise appearance in a Virginia courtroom for a hearing in the $50 million defamation lawsuit filed against her ex-husband, Johnny Depp. Depp's team is reportedly refusing to turn over records stemming from his domestic violence arrest and drug and alcohol rehabilitations, which Heard demanded access to as part of her defense. Depp filed the suit in March after Heard wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post alluding to domestic abuse and alluding to him, too. Uh, Heard's lawyer said Mr. Depp cannot seek to litigate the truth of Ms. Heard's allegations about his violence and violent and abusive behavior while intoxicated, insist on proceeding without a protective order and then blithely refused to produce evidence that confirms the truth of those allegations on grounds of relevance and privacy. Now, Depp's rep uh, said... A Depp rep. It's a Depp rep said, Amber Heard previously arrested and jailed for violent domestic abuse and then caught on tape and by dozens of eyewitnesses for her hoax accusing Johnny Depp of violent domestic abuse is staring at her trial. Mm. Uh, now her new, uh, Time's Up lawyers try to thread a difficult needle, desperately fight to get the case dismissed out of court for the third time, sweep the ambiguous testimonial evidence of her crimes under the seal to hide, hide it from the public and embolden her, and then it says, curiously silent, hoax enablers. And smear Johnny Depp with additional false innuendo, all while arguing the abuse defamation that she inflicted on Johnny Depp was somehow not about Johnny Depp. What a bunch of legal... <laughs> but that's what they have to do. They have yeah. to just spin you around so that the average person or any somebody in the jury or I don't know how this is going to go, if it is I even a, a jury trial, I maybe, who knows? But anyway, so that you're going, what? What? Yeah. Hey, let's stay in the courtroom a little bit longer. With Nick Nolte? No, Mama Uh-oh. June. Oh, yes. Indicted by a grand jury on a charge of felony drug possession stemming from her arrest earlier this year. Ooh. Here's a yokel that was pulled out of, a, you know, uh-huh. some podunk town and, and, and honestly had money th- and fame mm-hmm. and had all this stuff and has just thrown it all away. Uh, she seems so responsible. <laughs> <laughs> the charge relates to the bust of an Alabama, uh, at an Alabama gas station, which cops say she was in possession of crack cocaine and a glass pipe. Her boyfriend, Gino, was also arrested on drug Gino. charges, as well as domestic violence. Yeah. Uh, the grand jury also hit June with a misdemeanor charge for paraphernalia. Her boyfriend is facing the same charge. Uh, Mama June was not at the Alabama courthouse on Friday, but her sister was with a camera crew. She had apparently hoped to stage an intervention with Mama June, but to no avail. 
Uh, her uh, mama's life seemingly has gone off the rails in the recent months. Uh, since her March arrest, Honey Boo Boo and the rest of the fam already had one intervention for her and begged her to go to rehab. She didn't and has continued to stick with Gino. Uh, June and Gino held a bizarre garage sale and gutted her Georgia home before selling it and taking off for life on the road in an RV. This guy is so uh, despicable. I mean, she's nothing wonderful, but this guy Gino is just a... He's a pit, Preston. Uh, she's scheduled to be in court <clears throat> later this month. Now she claimed that she could not attend the court hearing because she was in a river building a dam with her teeth. Oh, is that <laughs> what her excuse was? Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> All right. How about uh, one of our favorites, Lindsay Lohan? Uh, she seems to be vying for Liam Hemsworth's attention after following his split from Miley Cyrus. This is, this is, he played Thor, baby. No, that's... Uh, that was the other. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, this is Liam. There's two of them? The, yeah. God damn it. Liam was in uh, the, uh, the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. Thank I you, I got Dave. the wrong one. <clears throat> Liam appears to be the only single remaining uh, in a quick, fast uh, Hollywood recoupling. Miley has moved on with Caitlin Carter, who just split from Brody Jenner, who is now with Josie Canseco. Oh, my God. You know, if he really wants to throw it back in her face, Liam should get with Caitlin Jenner. Uh, that would be... What's your name, Hodge? That would be... <laughs> Are you Thor? <laughs> Hunger Games. That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hungry. Uh, hungry for some games. Lindsay... Let's play hide the pickle. So here's what happened. Lindsay hit on Liam in the comments section of an E! News repost of a selfie <laughs> of Liam and Chris Hemsworth. Oh, my OMG. God. You need a forensic scientist to backtrack this. <laughs> Who watches this stuff? By the way, Lindsay... Oh. There was... It's all gone south. The smoking, the uh, the hard living. She just uh, she ruined everything. So the E News account captioned the selfie: "It's an age old debate, Chris or Liam Hemsworth." Hmm. And then Lindsay responded in the comments: "Why didn't we meet in Sydney or Bondi?" That's it, folks. Okay, that's, that's the flirt. That's, that's the it. big flirt. Well, there yep. it is, man. All right. I got sense and time off. Uh, Liam and Chris. You can make me a Vegemite sandwich. Because <laughs> you come from land down under. Uh, oh, yeah. women thunder, men plunder. And uh, Liam and Chris have been hanging in Australia uh, since this Let's hang. Let's so, pet some dingoes. So what? Pet some dingoes. Oh, pet some dingoes. What did you thought you heard? I didn't know what that was. It's Australian. I heard pants and dingoes. Pants yeah. and dingoes. It's a great va- it's an aboriginal <laughs> vaudeville team. <laughs> I'm pants and I'm dingoes. Yeah. Break out the didgeridoo. It's time for pants and dingoes. I'm sorry, I didgeridoo't. Yep. <laughs> waka waka waka. That's the that's the, the, the punchline. Those are the jokes. <laughs> and then <laughs> when, instead of like a uh, slide whistle, that's what they play. The aborigines are like <laughs> that Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It'd be funny. All right, let me see. Man, I have so much other stuff, but so little time. Uh, so let me see what is at the top. How about this? Uh, new girl star, Zoe Deschanel. We haven't heard about her in a while. Uh, she has started dating property brothers, Jonathan Scott. What? According to people. Yeah. So she just broke up with a guy who was sort of artsy. She had been married to, uh, so she divorced that guy. She had been married to the one of the guys from Death Cab for Cutie. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, yeah, that's right. They were married. And yeah. then who was she in the band with? Him and her or whatever. Was that oh, the Death Cab for Cutie guy? I don't remember who actually was in that group. It might have been him, Case. I'm not this sure guy, though, seems so conventional compared to the artsy yeah. type she's usually with. Yeah. Uh, so I think he um, calls Vegas his home. I wonder. Okay. Uh, I always I, I always got like a gay vibe from him and his brother. Um, so okay. Yeah. Wait, who who is this? I don't know who you, he is. You don't know Property Brothers? You ever see the commercial? You see the commercials for the uh, the home security system. The both brothers come out. Fact: Everyone loves video doorbells. Oh, wait, that's really? That's him? a fact. Yeah, that's him. Huh? Okay. Well, they dated on an episode of Carpool Karaoke, apparently. Oh. Uh, the news breaks a week after she announced her split from her husband, Jacob Pachenik. Uh So, wow, only a week after she announced the split. Okay. She seems a little fickle. Uh, let's see. Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid. What would a day be without a Gigi Hadid story? <laughs> I know. I, that's why I threw it in here. Uh, she strutted her stuff at the Mark Jacobs show. You and, go, girl. And Steve, she did it barefoot. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. Unbelievable. Yes. These are the moments that you remember. Groundbreaking. Yeah. According to the show's stylist, ass not speech in this. Uh, <laughs> according to the show's stylist and collaborator, uh, Katie Grand, it oh, I'm was, too sexy for my shirt. It was a quick <clears throat> fix for a malfunction when the heel broke on uh, white uh, on some white leather mules that she was wearing. Okay. There you go. Uh, her fans applauded her approach. She's writing, so brave. Yeah, listen to this. <laughs> This person wrote, I was I was confused at the beginning, but then I thought it was part of the show. Gigi makes everything look good. Oh, my God. She's so good that way. Meanwhile, I uh, didn't even know feet were in shoes. Gigi is being sued over a photo that she posted of her ex, Zion Malik. From in, uh, One Direction? Oh, is that uh, who that is? Yeah. Uh, in court documents filed by photographer Robert O'Neill, he said this action rises out of the defendant's unauthorized reproduction and public display of a copyrighted photograph of English singer and songwriter Zion Malik. You're bringing me down. Get back to the feet. Owned and registered by O'Neill, a New York-based professional <laughs> photographer. Hmm. What are mules, Kathy? Uh, see the shoes here? They're, they kind of slide on, and they have kind of like a wood block oh, heel. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Only All like right. half a shoe. Well, she went barefoot. I tell you what, though, in the world of funny uh, screw-up videos, the fashion model trying to walk in high heels, mm-hmm. it's one of the best. As they're wobbling? Yeah. Oh, my God. Even oh. better are the, are the commentators or the, the anchors <laughs> that are laughing <laughs> uncontrollably. Can't, can't get it together. It. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's that's a great <clears throat> video. All right, you know what? Let's, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get to the clips. I have a couple more things, but... Nothing as important as a barefoot Gigi Hadid. No. So, uh, Alicia Debnam Carey has had the chance to grow up with her character, Lysia, over the past five seasons on Fear the Walking Dead. Hmm. Here, uh, Alicia, is that who it is? Yeah. Oh, Alicia for short. Okay. Alicia discusses her character's development and motivation to continue. Here is the clip. Maybe one of the most rewarding parts of playing this character has been seeing this journey from, like, a teenager with, like, you know, dreams and hopes and and then for it just to descend into complete darkness. And I think for her it's this idea of, well, this is the only way I can protect anyone because everything I I did before failed and I've lost my family. I'm the only one left. Is that? Uh, Fear of the Walking Dead or Sundays AMC, uh, 9 o'clock ET. Do you guys watch it? I started watching it and then um, I, I just disconnected. I was being Walking Deaded yeah. out. Yeah. 
too uh, much. Me yeah. too. And I have them all on my DVR, though. Uh, so every Way every episode, <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, man. Uh, but I, so I can catch up, and if I hear that this and the Walking Dead are going to intersect at a certain point, I may go back. And, and they and have to because there are characters yeah. in Fear of the Walking Dead that that we know came from the Walking Dead. So yeah. I, I don't know unless they they micro you know break days down into hours. Yeah, but I haven't gotten to those characters yet. All right, yeah. here's the next clip for you. Season 28 of Dancing with the Stars premieres tonight, and Lamar Odom is in the lineup. That's him. <laughs> yeah, I hope he loses. He didn't call us the other day. Uh, where the former NBA star talks about what he hopes to get out of the experience. Here we go. Hopefully just give me strength in everything I do. I'm just trying to, um, every day I'm just trying to get better and better and better, be a better person. So hopefully just bring out the best of me. Shut up, dummy. Uh, Dancing with the Stars there tonight, ABC, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. So we have to watch, or at least uh, whatever the yeah. voting process yep. is to make Kate. sure that Kate... Wins. Kate Flannery, our friend, is on there, and and we want her to win the whole thing. So absolutely want her to win the whole thing. They don't vote. You don't vote on the first night, right? They kind of just come out and dance and show you. Kat, you know how the show works, right? I, I, you know what? I haven't watched it in years. I'm going to watch for Kate, and I'm going to vote for Kate. So I'm not sure if they vote on the first night or can, not. Can you keep us up to speed so that we can we can post to make sure that we're inciting yeah. everyone to? It would be so awesome if she took the whole thing. Yep. All right, and uh, there we go. That's our entertainment report. I just saw this note handed to me. What? Uh, on his way to our studio right now, our buddy Jose. Oh, my God! Yeah. Jose Lucero, our uh, former maintenance worker when we worked at uh, on River Road in Conshohocken at Y100 and uh, used to do the game What You Say Jose with him. Uh, he will be here this morning. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Did uh, Gary Lauer lend him his limousine? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure how he's getting here. So we, we chatted with him on the phone real quick uh, last week, and Casey asked him to come in. So he's going to come in here in person. Wow, that's awesome. Jose, Jose actually has a driver's license. So. Oh, well, there we go. He's there. Oh, yeah. Gary does it. He has a big truck. I think he needs he? a ladder to get into it. He would have to. He's tiny. He has a big truck. Yes. That's perfect. <gasps> so I, I never thought about this. Gary, I guess Gary doesn't have a driver's license, huh? No. Would you I, give I, him a license? I never <laughs> realized that that's why we always had to give I'm him a I'm not sure Gary has a birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's a, that's a great little uh, treat this morning. All that right, is we're awesome. Gonna, we're going to take a break. Don't forget that uh, Money Shark starts today. We're going to get to that in uh, less than an hour, so your chance to win $1,000. It starts today. Five times it will be happening. I'll get you the details. Lou Cathy's Pitch Box invites a little bit later on, too. Stay with us this morning. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, The Good Mess. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com keyword local shots. It's becoming a short destruction. The good mess. It's becoming the end that ends it all. Jackson's local shots artist of the month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks our world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Case, did you get a chance to tell our next guest to put the headphones on and microphone or anything? Uh, I had to go run and do some other things. Uh, okay. All right. He looks confused. Yeah. Well, we're, we're down one 
person, which we still have to explain for later. Yeah, we, yeah. we have to. Wouldn't change much. We will uh, tell you why uh, Nick McElwain is. What you just say? It doesn't I said change it wouldn't much. change much. <laughs> why Nick is not here today and Marissa's in the studio. But we chatted with this gentleman on the phone last week for a moment. It's been years since we've talked to him. It, it's so cool to. Uh, we had a couple of reconnections over the past couple of days, and uh, yeah. he's one of the, the, the crowning achievements yeah. here. We had at our intern, Joe, who was with the show for years yeah. back in our, our formative days, and uh, he stopped by with his daughter, which was lovely. And then we got an email out of nowhere. Uh, from the guy that's here right now, and we we had him on on Friday. He was a former maintenance worker. Oh, he's still a maintenance worker, yes. but, but we don't work in that building any longer. But our good friend Jose is here this morning in our studio. Good morning, Jose. Good morning, Preston. Good morning, Steve, Kathy, Nick, uh, and to everybody over here. That, yeah. the, the gentleman with the camera right there is also named Nick. Yeah. John, he's John, right? Uh, good morning to everybody. <laughs> you, as I said to you, you have not aged a day since we've seen you last. You look exactly the same. Oh, okay. I'm any anyway. I'm 65 already. <laughs> wow. Went to 66. You're what? You're yes. 65. Yes, I'm already. Dude, you look great. Oh my God. You look great. Uh, thank you look God. great. I'm still uh, in life. You're, yeah, you're, you're still, still alive. alive. Yeah, that's a, that's. You can tell when your eyes open. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's very cool. And so you. you you have a nice, uh, you, you know. I, in fact, you might be. You might have lost a little bit of weight since I remember you before. You are you exercising? Are you doing anything? You, I mean, you work so many jobs and you work hard. But do you do any actual exercise outside of that? Do you run? Do you do Pilates? Anything like that? First of all, I want to say thank, <laughs> thank God, thank God. I have my job, and also, yes. and also, my wife take care of me with the uh, best food, good food, cooking good. She good day. cook, yeah. So she cooking. She's take care of me. Thank God. What What's your favorite food that she makes for you? Now I eat vegetables and fish and chicken and uh, and uh, every foods. So it's every your foods. diet, okay? Yeah. Your every diet food. is what has you looking so good. All, All right. right, yes. Exactly. And that's Zoila, right? Zoila, yes. Zoila's, yes. Her name is Zoila. Zoila. Well, you always called her Zoila. Yeah. So did I, I yeah, yeah. Zoila. But it's Zoila, okay. and she's very sweet. We've met her. How are your How are your kids doing? They are everybody. They are everybody. I, I have four kids He's over Genghis here. He's Genghis Khan. Yeah. Four kids over here in this country, and two in Ecuador. Wow. And, and the stepson, stepkids, everybody's okay. Hey, do you go back to Ecuador ever? Uh Probably I'm this year. I'm uh, this year. I'm going maybe in November. Okay, and December. Do you know what I found out? I watched. I forgot what show it was, but in Ecuador, one of the, one of the uh, sports there is women's wrestling. Is kind of a big deal. Do you ever see female wrestlers in Ecuador? Yeah, they practice now that uh, that uh, sport. Is what, it like what, the highly theatrical wrestling? Type? What do they call them? What are, what are they? They uh, call uh, Lucha Libre. Lucha, yes. Lucha Libre. That's it. No, Steve. They wear like dresses and stuff. Yeah. Really? Not yeah. like the, the mask that you see the other? Yeah. It's no. Wow. They're wearing like, like they're going to like a southern uh, affair. Wow. Yeah. And they beat the crap out of each other. It's <laughs> you, pretty wild. Do you watch that when you get back? Um, I'm not watching that, that, that kind of sports. I'm no. watching like... Uh, like uh, American football, oh, you're, uh, like uh, Eagles, Eagles uh, game, something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. And also, uh, I listen to you guys sometimes, sometimes because I miss you guys. Every uh, day. Uh, we we yeah. the, again, we've t- you told the story when we were talking to uh, Jose Preston when we got to that building over there in 
in Conshohocken when Y100 was there. You were one of the first people we met. And every day after that, you were always smiling and always <laughs> nice and had a good attitude. And we fell in love with you. So it's good to see you. Yeah, and also there's, there, there's, there uh, Steve say, no, Preston say, Steve, what'd you say, Jose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you hey, know yeah. what? We, we can play. Do you want to play what you say, Jose, today? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah, and, also oh, yeah. I, and also I have my memories over here. He's got a memory box with him, guys. Oh! Can I see that? What's it, what's in it? Okay, I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to open that. It's a human finger press. Okay. <laughs> my memory. From, from it's his collection. <laughs> he keeps souvenirs. Where's Nick? Nick, uh, Nick's not here. He, no he's, more? Yeah, he's, well, no, he no, is, no, no, he's with the show. Okay. He was let go. He passed today. away in a uh, oh my God. karaoke accident. What is okay. this? All right, so first, the, Jose has a series of pictures, okay? And they're, they're photocopies. We did a promotion one time with a donut company, and we 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 tried to see how many donuts we could stack that would equal Jose's height because Jose is like five feet tall. Yeah. So here's a picture of him with the, oh donuts. My God, the donuts. We oh got my God. we we had a big uh, a dowel a yeah. rod that we got, and we we slipped donuts on in it, and uh, there's like. Because the donuts, as they wait, as the weight got stronger, the bottom ones start started getting compressed. So we had like eighty donuts on this thing. And look at it in that picture. I think you look better now than you even in that picture. And you, yes. you always been yeah. a good looking guy. He has lost weight. Okay. Yeah. So here is what is this? These That's are just spank bank right there. What is this? It's, uh, just pictures of hot chicks and. No, it's yeah. not. It's uh, no. There's there's uh, all kinds of quotes. Uh, from uh, from him and a bunch of different uh, uh, photos throughout. Okay, so we have a picture of Jose, who's riding on the back of a. Uh, remember, we told you we did a contest where we had large women. It was for the Kentucky Derby. Right. We did, we did a race through our building <laughs> where we had small men riding on on tall women's backs, and was- so we have Jose riding on the woman's back, and he's wearing a fireman's helmet. <laughs> uh, so there's a picture of that as well. Uh, oh my God! We have a there's a picture of him as Squirrelito. Oh, <laughs> where he was. Uh, we tried to make him into a flying squirrel. We put a uh, a tarp on his back. It was a really, really, really windy day, and we tried to make him fly. Turns out we couldn't get him airborne. We 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 had you get we, you were being pulled by the wings, but it wasn't lifting you up. But exactly. We tried. Uh, then we have a picture of him. Is this Magnus for Magnus? No, that's Brock Lesnar. Oh, is that Brock Lesnar? I forgot we even had him on. <laughs> wow. So it's a picture of Jose and Brock <laughs> Lesnar together. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. We got to put some of these up. If you don't mind, Jose, we put some of these up. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so there's a couple pictures of that. And then there's the picture of him riding on the woman's back. Uh, yes. As well. So <laughs> some pretty cool stuff from the memory uh, box. I like that, Jose. That's like keeping for, uh, for the show in the morning show. And uh, I want to tell you guys, okay. really, to all Americans, good Americans, thank you. Uh, first of all, thanks, God. And uh, after I want to say all the American guys, and especially you guys, you take care of me. You guys like me. You good friends. Really, I have to say thank you, American guys, and thank you, American. Oh, I have anything man. I want, anything, you, I, I, anything I get is from America. I want to say thank you, American, to every president, every world, every, everybody. Well, you work hard. Really, you work really very hard. I'd yeah. say thank you. Yeah. Well, this time, yeah. Steve, Casey, Kathy, uh, Marissa. Marissa, yeah. yeah. Mm. Everybody. 
What's, what's Nick. his name? That's what's Nick name? as well, yeah. Nick, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Thank you to everybody. You guys take care of me. I'm here for say to hi, everybody, and especially my friend uh, Dave Early. Yes. And oh, Dave is a good friend. Russo. He's yeah, my supervisor. Anthony a Russo. good guy. Okay. Yeah. He's a good guy. And also, I want to say hi to everybody. Like I say, uh, Corinne, she just get married. She's a good lady, a nice lady. Okay. So, but not like Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> lovely Kathy. <laughs> lovely Kathy, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, Thank and, you to everybody. And, and Dave and, and Jose were like, when working together, they were like, they were at the hip. It was like Master Blaster, Steve. Yeah. Like, you know. Best of friends, yeah. good guy, always looks out for you, and you look out for him, and it's yeah. a good thing. So, Thank you, Steve. you're, you're a good man, wife. Jose. Thank yeah, you, I will. Yeah. Steve and well, let's, oh, and, thank you. And Kathy, how's yeah. your husband? He's good, thank you. I remember um, you cry when you get the ring. <laughs> <laughs> engage, engage. So we, you were there. He, yeah, he I was there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy's husband proposed on air, and we there was there was sort of money on whether there'd be a yes or no response to that. So, yes. But oh, okay. uh, it actually went through, and they've he's been going so strong. Okay. <laughs> so he's, mon- he's money guy. <laughs> money guy? Money guy? <laughs> Uh, Casey, do we have some prizes and we can play what you say, Jose? Yes, we do. All right, so here's the deal. Jose is a huge music fan. He is. And he knows song lyrics like nobody's business from the world of rock music. He's sort of the Clive Davis of Ecuador. He is. You're right. He's a rock guy of everybody. Absolutely. And uh, what we're going to do is have him uh, recite some lyrics for you. And if you can figure out what song he is reciting lyrics from, then you can win a prize. 215-263-WMMR is the number. So give us a call right now, and uh, we'll have Jose recite some some of these lyrics. And all you have to do is figure out what song uh, he's talking about, and you can win a prize. And we have uh, what what kind of things do we have? Well, we do have cases of beer. Uh, We got a couple of passes to the uh, Bitchbox Sorority Party. We have... One set of STP pit tickets and a meet and greet with the band. Whoa. And we have two pairs of tickets to see uh, Chevy Chase presents Caddyshack um, at the Borgata. We played back that interview this morning. It was Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. Happened late on Friday. I was on my way home on Friday after the show, and I was at a a red light, and a guy pulled up next to me, and he gestured for me to roll my window down. And I rolled my window. He goes, dude, Chevy Chase. (laughs) He's like, who knew? He's like, that was great. He loved the interview. That's awesome. I thought it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So. We were happy with it, too. Um, Jose, uh, so we'll uh, we'll stop you. Okay, you just read or, or recite. <laughs> don't okay. you, don't you, Casey, don't you sort of, do you help him along? I forget. It's been a while since we no. played this. All right. No, he, he's on re- his own. he starts to recite the lyrics, and I'll tell you when to stop, okay? Okay. And if our callers can identify the song, then uh, they can win. It's that easy. And uh, I don't have the answer, so we'll do this together. Uh-huh. I'll go to Brian. <laughs> hey, Brian, how you doing, buddy? Hey, anybody ever tell you guys rock? Oh, oh thank you, man. We appreciate that, bud. All right, so we're going, going old school Preston and Steve this morning with our buddy Jose and what you say, Jose. You ready to hear the lyrics? I'm ready. All right, Jose, go ahead. She great uh, up in the in the Indiana town, had a good looking mama, who who never was around, but she grew up the the tall and she grew up right with uh, with them Indiana boys on them Indiana nights. Okay, let me see if you know what that is, Brian. Oh, well. <laughs> I, I know it. He did a good job. Uh, yeah, Jose did a good did. job. He did, yeah. Ah, uh, jeez. Uh, ball with a ball, Kid Rock. No, not <laughs> ball with a ball from Kid Rock. Sorry, bud. 
Uh, we'll try that same one again. We'll go with Harry this time, unless Harry knows what it is. Hey, Harry, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Harry, did you hear Jose, or does he need to uh, recite those lyrics again? I did hear it, and I do not have a clue. <laughs> really? Oh, I thought he did an excellent job. Right, well, you just thanks. may not know the song. It's possible. Appreciate it, Harry. Uh, let me try. Let's go to Dawn and see if she might know. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dawn, do you need to hear the lyrics again from Jose, or did you hear those? I need to hear them again. Okay, Jose, if you would, please. She grew up in the Indiana town, and a good-looking mama who never was around, but she grew up tall, and she grew up right, with them Indiana boys on the Indiana nights. Okay, Dawn, you know what song that is? All right, we'll do three callers per All song. Right. What do you say about that? Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's Mary Jane's last dance. Or I would have even accepted last dance with yeah. Mary Jane. But, yep. yeah, she grew up tall and she grew up right with the Indiana boys on an Indiana night. And you did a damn good job on that, Jose, with the pacing. All right, next, let's do a new one. All right, we'll try to uh, we'll, we'll wipe the slate clean. And uh, this time we will go to Robert. Hey, Robert. How you doing this morning? Good. We are playing an old school Preston and Steve game. What you say, Jose? You ready to try it? Yes, sir. Jose, how you doing? It's uh, Robert from uh, MSA. Oh, Robert, how you doing? How are you, buddy? Doing all right. Just wanted to tell you guys got to do. Oh, that's oh, cool. Yes. Thanks. All right, you ready, Jose? Yes. All right, go ahead. Please allow me to introduce myself. I am a man of of wealthy and and tasty. I've been around for a, a, long, a long, long years, stole many a man so to waste. Okay. Damn good. That is good. Damn good. All right, Robert? Is, uh, is that the Rolling Stones, Sympathy for the Devil? You got yeah! it! <laughs> Robert. He's a rock man. Uh, he's, he's a rock, rock guy. Yeah. He's a rock, rock guy. guy. Jose knows him. Yeah. He is a rock guy. Wow. All right, Robert, here's what we got for you, Case. Wow, man. Just because you are a rock man, I am going to give you a pair of tickets to see Chevy Chase presents Caddyshack on September 28th at 8 p.m. at the Borgata Events Center. All the information is at theborgata.com. All right, congratulations, Robert. I'm going to recut this with Jose's read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one, Jose. Really good. Nice work. Well, Jose's a rock guy. He is of everybody. Yeah. All right, let's go to... Next, we're going to go to Angela. Hi, Angela. Good morning. Good morning, Angela. We are playing What You Say, Jose. My it, daughter is so bummed she had just out of the car to go to school. She wanted to take a morning. Oh, <laughs> man. What's her name? Aubrey. 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 Well, okay. if she hears us on the podcast, mm-hmm. how are you, Aubrey? We'll give her our yeah. love. All right. So here we go, Debbie. A new song from Jose. You ready? Ready. All right, Jose. Go ahead. Oh, wait. Let me see. Hang on. He's handing me something. Yeah, we're done with this. All right. All right. right now. Good man. Okay. Yeah. What's with this... Uh, Honey's this design my my girl. Who do they are good from uh, what what did we uh, we ever to to do this guy, guys that made in so so you violent. Can't. No one's ever gonna get this. 
No, I no. know it. I you, got you do. Yeah, the yes. very, very first. Do yeah. the very first line again. I thought he did it. Yes, yeah. this is a little more problematic, but that first line was pretty good. Can you do the first line again? Yeah, do, do it, it again, Jose. Please. What is what is uh, with uh, this honeys design my girl? Why do they got front? What did we are uh, we able to do? This guys that made them so violent. Okay. Uh, Debbie, what do you it's, think? Well, it's Angela, but... Oh, Angela. Um, Angela? Where does it say Debbie? It's, it's, it's Debbie and Angela. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Debbie Angela. Okay. <laughs> Angela is short for Debbie. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... Oh, I don't know. Mm. Oh, All right. I, Sorry, Debbie Angela. Okay. Thank you, though. We'll see you later. Let me go to another caller. Do you like to be called Angela for short? <laughs> Let me go to Craig. Hey, Craig. Hey, you guys rock. Thank you, man. All right, Craig, do you need to hear that again from Jose? No, I'm good. What is it? That's Buddy Holly. Oh, my yeah! God. <laughs> wow. I, I never, ever would have gotten that. Without that first sentence, that would have been an issue, but that I got it immediately on the first sentence. All right, Craig, you're a winner. What do we have for him, Case? For you, Craig, we got a case of Yards, Loyal Lager, crisp, clean, and refreshing. It's Philly's hometown lager. Since 1994, Yards has been loyal to Philly, and Philly has been loyal to Yards, so they brewed a beer to say thank you. Pick up Yards Loyal Lager wherever Yards beers are sold, including Ray Street Cafe in Old City. All right, Craig, hang on. We'll set you up. We got a, we got a few more to go. We got some prizes to give away. So I will go next to, uh, let's go to Jay. Hi there, Jay. Hey, you guys rock. All right, thanks, man. All right, Jay, our uh, our old friend Jose from way back in the day when we worked in Conshohocken at Y100, our maintenance worker, we used to play a game. He was on our show all the time. Nicest guy you'll ever meet. And uh, so we do this game called What You Say, Jose, and all you have to do is decipher the lyric that he recites to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. You have to tell us what song this comes from, okay, Jose? Yeah, the top line, the top one there. Yep. This is just one line, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Okay. Is this uh, really life? Is this just a... Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes! Nailed it! He didn't even need... Wow. Anything more than is this just... Is this real life? I think we're seeing the birth of Jose Mercury. Man. All right, Jay, you're a winner. And Casey... What are we going to give Jay? We only had one of these, Jay, so congratulations. You got a pair of tickets to Party in the Pit with Pierre for Stone Temple Pilots and Rival Sons concert. It's on Thursday at the Met Plus meet and greet passes for STP. Tickets are on sale now, including the $19.33 Party Pit uh, special offer. While supplies left, last, all the details are at WMMR.com. Congratulations, Jay. Jose, do you like the band? Do you like the band Queen? Uh, I don't know what's that. That's just the song right is playing oh. right here. Anyway, the wind blows, doesn't really it's not, good. Oh, yeah, it's okay, good. so it's yeah, pretty good. good. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> By the way, Jose in our studio right now is on our Facebook Live. We have video streaming live. Oh, awesome. yeah. If you would like to uh, take a look at Jose and what we're doing here in the studio. Uh, all right, let me go over next to Robert. Hey, Robert. Hello. Hello. All right, Robert, we're playing What You Say, Jose. You all set? Yeah. All right, let's try this out. Jose, uh, yeah, the number two. Here we go. <laughs> she was a fast machine. She 
she keep her more clean. She was... Okay. There it yeah! is. Don't tell me Jose doesn't know his stuff. He, he is. He's a rock guy. Yes. All right, Robert, hang on a second. We got a prize for you. We got a Casey Yards Loyal Lager. Crisp, clean, and refreshing. It's Philly's hometown lager since 1994. Yards has been loyal to Philly, and Philly has been loyal to Yards, so they brewed a beer to say thank you. Pick up Yards local lager wherever Yards beers are sold, including the beer outlet in Franklin Mills. All right. I have an idea here, Preston, at some point just for later. Yes. Nick Murphy has enough of a video genius to do this. Replace uh, from the... Bohemian Rhapsody, the final scene at Live Aid yeah. with Jose. Jose in the T-shirt. Do a deep fake of a Jose. Deep fake with yeah. Jose. I, thank, I would, you, uh, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I love it. And for those of you who want to see the the best smile in the world, yeah. you you need to you need to watch the video of us on on Facebook Live because Jose is permanently smiling Always. all the time. Yeah, yep. All right, uh, let's see. I don't know how many more we have to go, but uh, we're going to try. Uh, this is Debbie. Debbie, can we call you Angela, by the way? <laughs> why not? Uh, why not, she yeah. says. All right, Debbie, you ready to play What You Say, Jose? I am. All right, let's go ahead. Jose, please get okay. the next one. How come old flat top? He comes He comes growing up on show. Surely, he is got you to uh, to early balls. There you go. What? I know it. I got it. I got it. Yep. Uh, Debbie, any idea? Can you say it one more time? One more time. One more please. time. Yeah. Okay. How come old fast flat top? He comes grow growing up. Surely, he is got you. Jug two ale ale balls. Come together. Yes, yes, of course. Come together for the Beatles. You know, because he nailed flat top. Yeah, yeah. And he's wow. got JoJo Isla base. Yes, <laughs> as well. So that was perfect. Uh, so uh, Debbie, here's what we have for you. Got a pair of tickets to see Chevy Chase presents Caddyshack on September 28th. You can see him with your own Isle base at uh, 8 p.m. at the Borgata Event Center. Information at theborgata.com. By the way, we have every confidence that we're uh, Jose hosting a show in Ecuador, and we were doing the same thing, trying to sing. Oh, my God. We would be, uh, Are you yeah, kidding me? Be very difficult. Of course. So we, we give him massive kudos for this. Yep. All right. And let's just do one more, if you guys don't mind, because we got to get ready yeah. for uh, our Money Shark contest. Yes. Coming up in a little while. Uh, so I'm going to go to Shannon, and we'll let her try it out. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning. All right, Shannon, we have our good buddy Jose on, and uh, he's a rock guy, and he knows rock music. He is going to recite a lyric for you. If you can identify it, you win a prize. Are you ready? I think so. All right, Jose? Oh, I think so. I, I think so. She's ready. All okay, right. All right. Good. You got a good feeling about it, Jose. All right, here we go. At home drawing pictures of mountain tops with him on the top, lemon yellow, sun Sun arms rises in a in a, a B. The dead lay in land pools and on maroon below. Okay, that ought to be enough right there, Shannon. I don't know. Oh, oh sorry. Again, it, it occurs in the first few words, and I I got it immediately. All right, let's go next to Scott. Hey, Scott. 
Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, you, do you need to hear that again? Uh, can you do it one more time? Sure. All right, sure. Jose. It's good. At home, drawing picture of the mountain tops with him on the, on the top lemon yellow. Sun arms rises in an AV dead, dead lay in and pools of maroon balloon. Okay. Dudley. All right. Uh, any idea? Uh, you know, I know the song, but I'm coming up completely blank on the name. As soon as I'm off the phone, I'll think you. <laughs> I'm sure you will. All right. Sorry. No, We're going to do one more caller, and then we will have to wrap it up. So I'm going to go to Valerie. Hey, Valerie. Hi. How are you? Wonderful. Valerie, do you need to hear those lyrics again? One more time, please. Jose? At home, driving picture of the mountain tops with the, with him on the top, lemon yellow, sun arms, raised in a AV that lay in, in pools and marom, balloon deadly, did, did it give Okay, that's fair I, enough. All right, Valerie? I can't understand him. Oh, <laughs> what you say? Listen, here's the deal. <laughs> In I the first him. few words, yeah. it's one of the most iconic openings of a, of a rock song ever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we all understand them. Yeah, it's Jeremy, by the way. Oh, That's not Jeremy. Sorry. That's Jeremy. Yeah. Drawing pictures of mountaintops with him on top, lemon yellow sun. And Jose was doing the yeah. Eddie Vedder face. Yeah. Arms yeah. raised in a B. <laughs> and the dead lay in pools of maroon below. Jose, you did an excellent job today. Yeah! Thank you. Wonderful job. We gave we gave away a bunch of great prizes and uh, we had some fun and it's just the best to see you. That's the most important thing. And like I said, you look you have not aged a day. We haven't seen you in years. <laughs> and did Casey show you the uh, the cardboard cutout that we have of you in the office? No, not yet. Oh, you got to oh, see it. We got to get a new. Actually, take a new picture if we can. We could. <laughs> we have to take a side by side. Yes, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. definitely do a side by side picture because Jose has been a. He, we see him every day when we yeah. come here. We have yeah. this life size cardboard cutout of him. We miss him that much. It just makes your day when you see him. Yeah. So. yeah. Hey, uh, give Dave our best and your family and everything. And uh, we're so glad you had some time to come by. Here this morning. Preston, Steve, Casey, everybody, appreciate that. I'm going to give to my friends, to hi, to in special my wife. And also I, I my wife's boss, I think is Janine Pagano. She's listening to the radio. Oh um, yeah? Yeah, the coffee boys. Everybody coffee everybody board. listens to the radio. And also another day I say I listen they 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 listen to you and and uh, that's uh uh, taking the the furniture stuff, all all the furniture from the building, they listen to you guys. The furniture say, furniture delivery people. Furniture delivery people. Okay. Wow. This, this, I say you guys, you guys, you guys rock guy, and he said. I'm the heavy rock guy. <laughs> I'm the heavy man. <laughs> Steve, you know, I just thought of well, while Jose was talking. Do you remember one time somebody, Jose, took somebody's French fry and he goes, the guy goes, are you crazy? <laughs> yes, Do you remember uh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I have that. I yeah, I, I like to eat the French fries at that time. I said, can I have a piece? He said, are you crazy? <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, the guy had a had a breakdown just because you yeah. took one French fry. Uh, <laughs> uh, like we had a clip of him saying, "Are you are you crazy?" Yeah, he don't like he don't he don't want sh- share with me the French fries. <laughs> oh my! No, so you would you would share yeah. all French fries. I think the last time we saw you, you were in here to drink breast milk. Was that was that the last time? Oh I yeah, got yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you crazy? Yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> are you crazy? Are you crazy? Chuck's wife's breast think- milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you crazy? I want, I want to grow up a little bit more with uh, with the brisk uh, brisk milk. <laughs> what, what do they call it? What, white white beer? Yeah. White beer. White yeah. beer, right? No, white wine. White wine. Uh, white wine. Crazy? <laughs> uh, All right. Thank you, Jose. Great to see you, buddy. Thanks thank, for being here. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I appreciate you. Take care of me. You, you, you'll come back again, thank Jose, you. right? Yes, yes, I will. Right. I, as soon as uh, you guys want me, All give right. me a call. Awesome. All right. You All right. Let's hear for Jose. Yeah. All right. We're going to take day. a break. Have a good day, guys. You too. We're going to come back in a moment and your chance to win some money, man. We got the money, Shark. Stay put. More new music. Another huge Philly concert event. Get ready for Green Day. And Fallout Boy, the Hella Mega Tour 2020, Saturday, August 29th at Citizens Bank Park, almost a year away, but hella worth the wait. Join us for a night on the diamond under the stars. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Get details now at WMMR.com, including a concert pre-sale and the skinny on the new music from each band. Green Day. Weezer. Fallout Boy, August 29th, 2020, at the ballpark from 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks. You guys ready for this? Yes! There we go. 933 WMMR, Philadelphia. A Beasley Media Group Station. MMR's Money Shark. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's this simple. We give you a keyword. You have until 8.15 to enter it. I'll tell you how to do it, and you just might win $1,000. So the keyword for this hour is job, J-O-B. And you have until 8.15 to enter it via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter using the WMMR mobile app. Or the contest page at WMMR.com to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize. So that's through the mobile app or through the website for the $10,000 grand prize. But if you are randomly drawn, you'll win $1,000 and we will call you. All right? Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. So text the word JOB to either 45911, enter it through the MMR mobile app, or through WMMR.com. Job, J-O-B. Good luck from Horizon Services and WMMR. And that's just how simple it is. And Boom. we begin. And by the way, that happens five times a day, every Monday through Friday, as long as we do this. It's a lot of loot. Absolutely. So don't miss out on it. Let's do the Bizarre File, shall we? Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. File! 
All righty. It is brought to you by Delaware Valley University. Advance your career with an accredited MBA from Delaware Valley University. Just 10 courses. Uh, for more information, you can go to delval.edu slash MBA10. So, more than 2,000 medically preserved fetal remains were found on the property of a doctor who operated a clinic in Indiana and died earlier this month. Jeez. Uh, the sheriff's office says the family of Dr. Ulrich Klopfer reported finding the remains while they were sorting through his personal belongings. He died on September 3rd. Uh, the family's attorney requested the coroner's office provide proper 2,246 medically preserved fetal remains. Yeah, they're saying he's like a Gosnell type of guy. I don't know who Gosnell is. The local guy, the yeah. abortionist, or they was doing oh, the same thing. Yeah, dude, they yeah. say he's on that wow. level. Mm-hmm. Authorities add that the family is fully cooperating. Uh, there is no evidence that medical procedures were performed on his property. Uh, he had operated a South Bend abortion clinic, and he closed it down in 2016 after an investigation revealed the clinic did not comply with Indiana state law and <sighs> lost its license. That Gosnell guy, his first name is Kermit. I know. Right. The most beloved card yeah, character. Right? Muppet. Yeah. Uh, a homeowner rushed out into his front yard to stop a bulldozer that was destroying his home at the time. Mm. The man, Taylor Parker, said that he was in the shower when he heard what seemed like an earthquake. He said, you can't fathom that somebody just went through your house. It doesn't seem real. It basically felt like an earthquake. The whole house was shaking for a good 20, 25 seconds. Uh, the bulldozer driver was supposed to be doing work at another home down the street. He said, I got my towel on, I ran out my front door, and all I see is a bulldozer tearing up my yard and went through the house. He said, I flagged the guy to stop, jumped in front, basically yanked him out. Fortunately, no one was hurt. Parker said that his two kids were at school at the time. Uh, he doesn't have an estimate on how much the damage will cost. Parker said the driver took the bulldozer to the back of the house several times as well. And police responded to the scene. They said they didn't know why the bulldozer ended up at Parker's home. Officers gave the bulldozer driver a blood test, and I don't know the results of that. All I did was get out of the shower. <laughs> he would, uh, yes, and he ran out. All I did was get out of the shower. Do you have the other one, too? I just got out of the shower. I just got out of the shower. Are you crazy? I just got out of the shower. Are you crazy? Oh, man. Can I break in really quickly, Preston? Yeah. A few money shark problems are happening, so I suggest uh, that if you'd like to enter for the $1,000, just go to WMMR.com okay. or the WMR app. All righty then. Uh, yeah, I'll need to find out what that's all about. Are they trying to text and it's not working, the yeah, short code? Yeah, they're getting a bounce back. So okay. if you go to the website, it'll work. Okay. Are you crazy? Or you can do the, use the MMR app as well, so you can do that. Or just not participate. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a draw. Mm. Try again at 11. Here's a follow-up story. The newborn twins are fine, but not so for the world's oldest parents. Both are in the intensive care oh unit. My oh, boy. Remember the story from last yeah, week? Yeah, I do. The couple from India, both in their 70s, had created an international stir when their baby girls conceived through a donor egg and delivered by cesarean section arrived fully term, full term and healthy. Well, as the new parents, uh, they remain in an Indian ICU with controversy, a new controversy, or t- sorry, new controversy is whirling in the already ethically suspe- suspect case. The doctor who handled the pregnancy is insisting that he was tricked into believing that the mom was in her 60s. 
He said it was only she by... She was only 60. Only by chance after she had conceived that her husband let out accidentally to one of the nurses her real age, the doctor told the Times of London. He said, I was livid. So the mom, Aramati uh, Mangayama, has been in intensive care since the delivery. The dad, Raha Rao, on the other hand, started out strong... But a day later, he collapsed from a heart attack. Oh, my God. And he remains in the ICU. Uh, doctors are not releasing information on their illnesses <laughs> except to say both are stable. Wow. Uh, meanwhile, the twins, who have yet to be named, are actually putting on weight nicely. They're doing well. Well, that's good. <laughs> yep. Bizarre story. Hey, it should be in... Oh, wait, it is. Uh, three people have been taken to the hospital after a famed Brisbane riverboat crashed into a jetty and had its floor split in half, and that's not all. So the Kookaburra Queen 2 vessel had been completing a journey with 60 people on board when it crashed into the pier, splintering its outer railing and floor level. It's the In the commotion caused by the damages, a woman fell through the cracks created in the floor and landed on the lap of a fellow passenger who was in her 70s who was sitting on the toilet at the time. Thank you, God! And landed on her. Other passengers then said they rushed up to help the two women after the fall. Uh, While police are now investigating the cause of the crash, it has since confirmed that the skipper who had been driving the boat was working his first day on the job, by the way. (laughs) It's amazing no one died. Yeah, it is. A Miami-Dade woman who feuded with neighbors after she allegedly refused to cover up or close her blinds while hanging out in her home fully nude is accused of fatally shooting one of the neighbors. Mm. Taquana Washington was arrested Wednesday on charges of second-degree murder. The charges stem from the shooting that happened in, in, near her home. Earlier in the day, she had been involved in an argument with neighborhood children over her being fully nude with her window and blinds open. Uh, Washington had refused to close the blinds or put on clothing, even as the children played in an open field next to her window. After Washington refused to close the blinds, the unidentified victim sprayed dog repellent at her through the window screen, and that's when Washington grabbed a gun and fired two shots at the victim through the window, hitting her once in the black and the vi- back, and the victim was uh, pronounced dead at the scene. It seems like both parties handled this the right way. Right. The firearm was never recovered. Washington was questioned and released pending further investigation. Police haven't said what ultimately led to her arrest, but she is... Uh, currently being held. We've had stories like this before, and I forget if it's a uh, goes by each separate jurisdiction or what the story is. If you're in your house and you're naked and you're visible from the street, uh, in general, are you breaking the law if you're on your own premises? I mean, I, I, I would I, imagine if you're visible, you like you can't be stark naked. <laughs> Right. right, standing at the edge of your property line, like across from a school, it, right? It, it no. depends. Yeah, it, it depends. There are people that are allowed to, uh, for whatever the rules are in their community, they can, you know, work in their garden naked if yeah. they want to or not. I think uh, there has so, to be some sort of yeah, I'm not really sure. boundary situation. One last story. A lightning bolt has killed 23 cows after it hit one and then traveled along a metal fence and the others were standing next to it and took them all out. Oh, oh my God. Man. This is an utter catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> Been waiting for one of those. It's been why, quite a while. Why do I never remember that when I'm putting these stories together? Uh, disturbing footage shows the animals, which have scorched marks on their scorch marks on their stomachs, lying in a row on a farm in Texas after a thunderstorm. It's pretty wild looking because they're all laying on the ground with their legs turned up. Uh, rancher Bobby Woody. Uh, Bobby Woody. Yeah, said that it was one of the wildest and craziest things he had ever witnessed. Uh, he said when the lightning hit, it had such a strong voltage, it basically jolted one cow in the middle of the field. 
Bobby Woody said that he made the grim discovery on his farm a few days after the storm had passed. Uh, video shows the bloated cow's carcasses covered in flies, some with their legs sticking up into the air. Dear God. Poor Bobby Woody. And Poor cows. Bobby Woody. lost a whole bunch of cows that day. Yep. And you... Uh... Can you eat those afterwards? I mean, that's probably, what I was wondering. Probably right, right away. Well, yeah, yeah but they were they, rotting, right? They sit there for a few days. Yeah, a few days. Okay. Yeah, as long as you, uh, you know, <laughs> clean them properly. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, just trying to make lemonade out of, you know, out of lemons dead, here. Cows. <laughs> <laughs> dead cows. Which is weird. You should just make hamburger out you of You got to assess those cows. <laughs> when life gives you dead cows. Yeah, make lemonade. Make, make lemonade, lemonade if you can. <laughs> sit back and, and enjoy. Dead bloated cows. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, I wanted to do a bar, uh, a bar thing. Guess who was up to? Midnight watching Eagles lose. Uh, no, a birthday <laughs> shout out. Uh, okay, I had a list of them I was going to do, but uh, oh, well, then I'll wait for you. Can we? Can we? Well, why don't you combine the list and make it into a song? Go ahead and do yours now. When we come back, I have a few that I'm going to do. All right. So, uh, listener Sean Taylor wanted to wish his wife Lisa Taylor a happy 30th birthday. They are streaming us. They went away somewhere, so I don't know. They're in the Caribbean somewhere yeah. listening to the show. Is this and a shout out or just a, a birthday wish? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a birthday okay. shout out. Right. So, happy birthday, Lisa. There you go. That's it? Yeah. Right. Just one. All right. And then you'll have a birthday list later on, right? <laughs> Here's what I want to do. I want to give away some invites to the very exclusive party that is happening on Thursday. President Steve Zeta Ada Pi Sorority presents Kathy Romano's Bitch Box Part 3 hey! party. can take uh, lady callers 20 and 21 at 215-263-WMMR. And speaking of 21, you have to be at least 21 years of age. We are in a casino and we are going to have cocktails. Absolutely. There will be uh, libation and uh, it's a sorority. That's why we're saying ladies only. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get the invites now and we're headed to Harrah's in Philadelphia on Thursday night. It's from 6 to 8 p.m. You are invited to go with us. 215-263-WMMR. We are going to have a damn good time. Uh, Harris, Philadelphia, where Philly comes out to play. I'm so excited to get another crack at those cookies, Preston. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What's the cookie place? Carney's Cookies. Yeah. I know. I've never tasted anything quite like them. I know. And yeah. wait till you meet her. She's like just as joyful as the cookies awesome. are. She's so sweet. Anybody else you want to mention? Yeah, you know what? Um, hey Honey is involved with us every single year. They love the Bitch Box, and they send us items every year. That's um, There's actually uh, a sneak peek of what's in the box um, on PrestonandSteve.com. You can take a look, but I actually uh, listed out my face treatment routine. Uh, and oh. all of, I, I truly use these p- products that go in the box, but um, every single day I use Hey Honey products, so uh, we have it up on the website. You can take a look at some of the stuff that I use and they have a twenty percent uh, off right now. I'm looking at the, the pictures of you using it, and I know I've worked with you a long time. It looks like you're ripping your face off part of it, but you look really pretty in this shot right here, Kathy. Oh, click, well, thank click, you. click the video there. <laughs> you did. No, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> um, the Salt Cave of Doylestown and Newtown. Uh, it, this place has helped me tremendously with my sinus infections, and so uh, really, yes. Uh, huh. and, and it's actually a really cool spot to go to. But she has two locations, uh, and then Curry Hair, Skin, and Nails. Um, they have their own uh, line of cosmetics and hair products, and they've given us uh, a you know assortment of them, so everybody will get a little taste of what they offer as well. Excellent. All right, so let's get the callers now. Listen, I want to remind you: you got about a minute left. It's Money Shark. It's a chance we win $1,000. The keyword is job. Apparently, we're having issues with the special short code, so you want to enter using the MMR mobile app 
or through the contest page at WMMR.com. You will also be entered for the $10,000 grand prize if you try to enter via those vehicles. So uh, it's from Horizon Services and WMMR. Good luck to you. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay near. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So uh, yesterday was a beautiful day. And uh, the burger brawl happened. We had been uh, talking about this for quite a while. And, yeah. Uh, the first time at the Navy Yard this year. And, uh, Steve, you and uh, Casey were representing as judges. Marissa was there, but not as a judge because Marissa doesn't eat meat. So. Everybody asked me. They're like, oh, you're here to eat meat. Well, I was like, there's literally one burger I can eat here, and I ate lots of them. Thank okay. you, Hip City Veg. Yeah, very good. But uh, how was the competition? It was very good. I mean, so the new location was, I thought, was great because it was not on hot pavement. So everyone was in a more relaxed uh, ready to eat mode. I thought case. Now we were round one in the judging, and of course they brought each selection with just a number on it. We didn't know where they were coming from, right? But so you say, can this work? Is this accurate? At the end of our judging round, everyone at our of our six people at the table, five agreed on the best yeah. burger, just randomly. So that was cool, and I believe we all picked the winning burger. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is um, the judge's choice here, Preston? If you have that out over there. I do. So uh, they, the judge's choice, you would definitely know this burger if, if you had picked it because it was from, hang on a second here, I want to make sure I have the information proper because it describes the burger and exactly what's on it. So it was the judge's choice was Lucky's Last Chance. Yeah. They have two locations, Maniunk and South Philadelphia. And you have to love pickles or you wouldn't have chosen this one. It's called the Pickle, pickle Monster. Yeah. Yeah, but I think more so it, it was just a juicy, cheesy burger. It, I, I don't so, recall it over being over uh, flavored with, with pickle, well, although I looked at the ingredients. Yeah, here's what's on it. Two quarter-pound beef patties, American cheese, pickles, fried pickles, dill-flavored potato chips, Pickle relish and pickle aioli, pickle aioli on a butter toasted Licio's uh, pub roll. So we're trying to figure out what the fried thing was. Casey it was fried pickles. It's that's fried that's pickle. what it was. So, yeah. uh, but uh, to me, it didn't. The pickles didn't overpower the sandwich, Mm-mm. and it was actually really, uh, really good. So we all gave that high ratings. And Lucky's has kind of become sort of a. Uh, like a, a monster in this competition, they yeah. keep taking uh, top honors. Really? They yeah, they've taken a couple years. Yeah, yeah. And there was a burger that we had tried that you like, Steve. That that won in the like the People's Choice. Yeah, uh, I don't think it won one, but it was in like uh, the top three. It was the one where you were like, "Wow, this is, is kind of like a like a meatloaf almost." And that yes. was uh, it, it. Actually, had brisket that was. Um, you know, uh, combined with with the burger meat as well. Yeah, it was, that was Bainbridge Street Barrel House in Queen Village. They had an eight, they had an eight ounce uh, brisket burger blend, uh, green meadow farm horseradish cheddar, fig aioli, so it would had some sweetness in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, shredded lettuce, plum shishito bacon jam. And fried shallots. Oh, and that's Eric is the chef over there, the owner over there, and he is a huge fan of our show. Okay. Podcast and like updates us all the time. So congratulations to him. I didn't realize he won. 
Now, the um, other ones in, in the judges' choice, let me give you second yeah, and please. third yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So second place was the Bercy in Ardmore. They had a Wagyu burger boa. Pickled cucumber, spicy aioli, pickled vegetables, beef, Wagyu, uh, Wagyu patty, sesame seeds, and a, a bao bun. I don't think we got to taste that one. No, we no. didn't. A bao okay. bun. It's the, uh, it, it looks like a little wrap. Oh. oh it's wait. like a little taco. Then we did get that one. Uh, did we? Remember that one that we didn't, we were like, what kind of bread is this? No, no. If you look at the picture, it's not, so I'm looking at the picture here in case it's not. No, these pictures don't coincide with the winners. Okay. Are you effing uh, kidding me? Yeah, yes, Steve, we did get that one. There's nothing on here. Yeah. <laughs> There's just no words on There's it. There's no words on oh, it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Those, Yeah, you'll get that in uh, in Asian uh, food. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, okay. Yeah. That was are... a unique, that was a tasty little burger. That one, for me, uh, it got the highest score as far as originality is concerned. Right. Because we were judging on, on a couple of different categories. One was uh, presentation, taste, and originality. And that one, I thought, was the... All, it was the most original burger I've ever eaten. You know where all the burgers though fell down was in the Q and A. Yes, they 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 you know we had questions about world politics and they were not able to answer, which was odd. Third place was Moonshine Philly in Pennsport, and they had the the Pennsport, yeah. uh, the crispy prosciutto, mozzarella, caramelized onions, basil aioli, uh, arugula, tomato jam on a garlic toasted bun. Now that sounds like one I would like. Yeah. Uh, so that was third. That took third place. The People's Choice went to Bainbridge Street Barrel House, as we had said. Then second place was the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. In uh, Center City. And they had Guinness Burger Sliders. <laughs> Signature steak burger blend, whiskey bacon jam with Guinness cheese sauce, uh, leaf lettuce, and tomato. And then third place was Lucky's Last Chance, Queen Village and Maniunk. Uh, did they come by here? No. Lucky. Uh yeah. maybe not this year, but I feel like they have been here in years past. They, one year they took they took the top honors with I believe it had a, a peanut butter and jelly um Oh that's right. Thing I on it. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty wild. So right. So this time around for the people's choice, uh they had a wait a minute. Oh, I guess they the the pickle monster as well came yeah. in third place for people's choice. So the same burgers were up for both. Yeah, yeah. you could okay. be. Yeah, yeah so, so the crowd was voting as well. Yeah, everybody that co- uh, that that enters gets a, a little poker chip. Okay, and they are uh, allowed to put that poker chip in whichever you know in every. Uh, burger joint that's there, they have a little bucket, and if you prefer that burger over any of the other burgers, you put your poker chip in in their buckets. So. Okay. So, Preston, people were wandering. Around. It was packed. I mean, there was a a super good turnout, uh, and, and that was great. But people were were being very serious about comparing notes and whether you were. I tend to be more traditional mm-hmm. in in how I like the burgers. There are other people who like people to go cr- crazy creative and put. You know, crab cakes on them and all that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, and whatever whatever you liked, there was something there. But at the end of the day, yeah. just by our experience, it did appear to me that the, the judging was pretty accurate. Yeah, well, a good burger is a good burger. But, um, you know, I, I sort of, the way I judge, uh, not unlike the, um, the belly flop championship, yeah. you know, there's the base, right? And the base is the flop. It's all about the base. It's all about the base. So for me, it's all about the burger. And then all the other stuff that you can put on top of it yep. is fine. But if the burger is, you know, like can the, stand the, alone. The meat part of the it? The meat part of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, if, that sta- if that can stand alone by itself, okay, then that, now agree. we're talking. You know what I find when it comes to burgers, what, I, what kind of I, I don't care for are the really high stacked burgers when there's just a I, lot of stuff I on agree. it? I agree. Being I, able to hold, being able to hold a hamburger yeah, yeah. without crap sliding out, 
I hate that. I even like ones that are kind of bare bones and, and kind of smashed, like squished down a little bit. You've yeah. got, I think yeah. of, can you hold it? Could you one hold hand. it in one hand and yeah. eat it? Yes. yes, I agree. Eat it while driving without spilling any of it uh, all over your, yeah. your your lap or whatever. So, so Preston, this family comes up, <laughs> the, 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 two, the two young boys with the family, there's, there's grease stains down the front Aww. of their shirt. How are you enjoying the burger, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I, I got to tell you, I I got a burger on Friday night. I, I'm, I put a little video together with my kids, uh, just to sort of promote the event. And I got this burger on Friday night. I'm not going to say where. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was like a top five burger for. Me. I couldn't believe really? how good this burger. Your video was, was great, by the way. Yeah, I really I'll, enjoyed it. I'll tell, dude, that was all done on uh, the iPhone, yeah. iMovie. Yeah. Uh, there, there's like a, a little template trail, template yeah. that you can just you know insert your your video clips on. But the burger itself, I was like. I can't believe how good this thing is. Yeah. I, it was. Can I ask why you don't want to identify? Well, because, well, because uh, they're not paying for it. Oh. <laughs> I thought you maybe wanted to keep it a secret. No, I mean... no, no. It's in Delco. So if you're in Delco and you're interested in finding out where I got this amazing burger, you can send me an email or whatever, so, and I'll I'll let you know. Kate, okay, so but... I'm going to make your day here. I, yeah. Former employees of the uh, Hot the Last Stand. Oh, really? Are, are trying to get that going again? I I've talked to the. The owners, Casey's and, favorite hot dog place ever on earth. Oh, and and it's it's all about the sauce, man. You know, you, you know the the hot dog is and the hot sauce is great, but the but the secret sauce that they put on there yeah. is you. It, nobody knows the recipe, press. Yeah, you know, so it's, they it's do. not it's not chili, you know, per se. Yeah, it's kind of like chili, but it's not. Okay, the sauce. It's kind of like chili, but it's not. Yeah, all right. Because you don't, you don't. No, Preston, you're not saying it right. It's snot. It's <laughs> it's, it's not. You don't. You don't order a chili cheese dog at this place. You order a, a, a hot dog with sauce and cheese. Okay. A, yeah. But um, but they were saying, like, it, you know, it takes a lot of hot dogs to make a profit. So, yeah. you know, that's that's why they haven't opened just And in the, yeah. the Valley of the Blind, a one-eyed yeah. man is king. Yeah. But By I, the way, they had uh, the most Instagrammable burger uh, contest as well. Oh, that's and cool. there were three winners in that. Uh, you had, and, and I guess the I, they they didn't do a first, second, and third. I don't think it said Instagram worthy. So here they are, uh, the Sauce Boss, uh, which is from Steam Pub in Southampton. Eight ounce Chuck Burger, slow cooked candied chili, bacon, and American cheese in between French toast. Yeah, top of the fried egg and maple syrup. A lot of people were talking about that one, and then the second place was spit string. Preston, no, uh, <laughs> it was called the best stack. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, from uh, homegrown from uh, Bainbridge Street Barrel House. An eight-ounce brisket burger blend. Is that the same one? Yeah, uh, from the first round. Green Meadow Farm, horseradish, cheddar, fig aioli, and all that. Yeah, so, and then the most photogenic. Oh, that was the best stack. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Sauce Boss, best stack. Uh, most photographic was the Pen Sport from Moonshine Philly, and uh, that's the one that has prosciutto and mozzarella, caramelized onions, and so on. So. so- I would say to you, if you were not able to attend and you like what you're hearing, go visit these places because they're local businesses and they're turning out some incredibly good food. Now, you two don't drink, so this would not, uh, you wouldn't be able to comment on this at all, but they had cocktails uh, that were uh, being uh, voted on. Oh, yeah. So they had a boxing ring there. That's what that's for. And they they had a full-on, you know, cocktail competition Competition, inside the boxing ring. Marissa, did you have any? I I'm not a brown liquor fan, so I didn't try it. Mm. Um, but I did have some wonderful vodka drinks that were mm. lovely. <laughs> so why were they all uh, whiskey based? Because they were all with Jim Beam. Oh, okay. were you and, and Natalie from the Fanatic getting hammered? 
No, why? Okay, because I saw your, your, it was an Instagram or Twitter post. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Natalie and I were hanging out and walking around. Okay. And I'm hanging out with Joe Bell, troweling all around. Um, Our head muckety-muck here. Did it, they look wasted? In the video, the little clip, the boomerang clip, you looked like you were having a good time. Oh, it's yeah. okay. Well, you were. no, you know the problem? <laughs> it was so sunny out that, like, you couldn't see what was being filmed. So I just, oh, okay. I didn't realize she was filming Matt Cord, who was uh, making all sorts of announcements. So I all popped right. in. Okay. I'll pull it up. But uh, So there was an honorable mention. Now, they don't they don't mention what their concoctions were. That's the only thing. Uh, Harper's Garden was an honorable mention. Third place was Bic- Brick and Brew in Media Habitat in Melbourne. Uh, Ripplewood was second in Ardmore. And then uh, Twisted Tail. Took the first place prize as far as the cocktail battle went. So much good stuff. Yeah. So much good stuff. A lot of people were just taking advantage of uh, all it was. And there was a VIP uh, thing in the beginning that a lot of people, listen, it's all going to a charity and a great cause. So people yeah. ponied up for that. And, uh, man, it, it's a good vibe. And next year, you know, uh, if you if you miss this year, it'll be back around next year. And yeah. Think Think ahead. Also, if you get in early, as a lot of people did press, a lot of people won on our show, and a lot of people heeded the advice to buy their tickets early. And uh, Case, how many newbies did you run into? There were a ton of new people yeah, who'd yeah. never done the Burger Brawl I before. I mean, the first two people I saw as we were walking out of the parking lot together had never been there before. Yeah. And, uh, and and heard it on the show, and they were like, I, I'm all about it. And and honestly, like it, it is so well run as far, you know, for... for you know, just the, the patrons that are going. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of a line getting in because it's a, it's a really popular event. But once you once you get got into the the you know area, you didn't have to wait for anything except you, for like drinks or whatever. But like, I mean, you just walked up and grabbed a burger and you glutton out and glutton like it's 1999. So so good. I was just um so impressed with uh, the consistency of how good all of the burgers were. And and so when I judged two years ago, there was a restaurant called Tancredi. That was my favorite yeah. of the entire thing. So when I got done judging, I made sure I left a little room in my belly so I could go over to the Tancredi place and, yeah, yeah. and I grab one of their burgers, which was damn good. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, make it out next year if you didn't make it for this one. It's, uh, it's a hell of an event. People were asking uh, for, for you and, and uh, giving sending good wishes, and a lot of people were just fans of the show and very nice, and it was, uh, it was great. You know, I love stuff like that, getting yeah. to uh, say hi and thank you to listeners. I'm going to do a couple of shout-outs real quick. Let's do mind, it. And then uh, we have some clips I think we can play. Uh, this says, hey, I'm hoping to get a, a shout-out for my husband, Luke, for our first wedding anniversary. Uh, we're Mont Cone natives living in Detroit. We podcast every day in our commute to and from work. Listening to you guys and gals makes us feel more connected to home as we live life in the Midwest. And I just want to give a shout-out or a nice raging <clears throat> butthole <laughs> to Luke for being the best guy around. Uh, thanks for being our little slice of home and making us laugh each day. And that's from Allie D. So a shart, please. <laughs> <laughs> Butthole was very popular, by the way, uh, at the <laughs> Burger Brawl. People kept coming up and going. That sounded interesting. Butthole was very popular <clears throat> oh, at yeah. the Burger Brawl. <clears throat> butthole, the, I kept getting. The Butthole Burger. Yeah. Please, someone make that. Please. Make the Butthole Burger. Uh, you know at the Cardboard Classic, we're probably going to see a... Uh, Ooh. <clears throat> butthole. <laughs> you know we are going to. <laughs> uh, here's another good one. This says, hey, when people ask me how I met my husband, Tim, I always say that I won him in a radio contest. Well, that's not technically true. It's easier than explaining how we found each other in a crowd of hundreds of horny Preston and Steve fans at a painfully single mixer in 2008. It also allows me to leave out the part where my husband called in the show the next morning to brag about hooking up with a hot mom and how I then called in and said that my hands still smelled like his nether regions. (laughs) 
good times. <laughs> We're celebrating 10 years of marriage. Wow. Yeah. Wow. On Thursday, 10 7. years, man. 10. Um, yeah. Okay, I figured I'd throw that in for good measure. <laughs> Thursday, September 19th, and it would... <laughs> It would mean the world to me if you sent us a romantic shard out. Sure. Uh, we love you guys, and we are eternally thankful that you brought us together. Gadzooks, and that is from uh, Laurie Schrader, who is in uh, MASPA. So, so play something romantic and then play ball. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, here we and go. then we need a yeah. shard for sure, so. That's about the amount of romance that yeah. you get here <laughs> from here yeah. on our show. So uh, there you go. Uh, here's another one that says, uh, good morning, part of my terrible grammar. My name is Gary from Denver, New Jersey. I wanted to do a shout out of the crew working on my house. They're currently tuned in and thought they would really enjoy one. The company is Andy's Custom Home Improvement, and these guys listen all day, every day. Oh. Thank you. So we'll do a shout out. One second. Get Thank back you. to that page here. And boom. <laughs> Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, here's another one. I'd appreciate if you could do a coworker, give our coworker Frank a shout out. He's an amazing guy who works harder than any other guy I know. Uh, he's in his fifties and a little challenged, but he makes every day the best he can. He loves your show and listens to you guys religiously every morning. A shout out would make his year. His name is Frank Maloney, aka. Zamboni Maloney. <laughs> I love that name. Right, well, this Me is too. <laughs> for Zamboni Maloney. Here you go. And that is from uh, Nick Mastroianni. Mastroianni, I think. Zamboni Maloney. <laughs> That's the name game, isn't it? That is fantastic. And then, let's see. Can you give a shout out to Joe Price from Delaware? Any weekday. Uh, around or before 8. Sorry, dude. Today's a weekday, right? Yeah, but it's not around or before 8. Well, 8 p.m. Uh, yeah, he's right. He did not specify. Yeah. Uh, can you send it out from Georgie? So here you go. There's a shark. Oh, and what the hell? I'll do one more. Yeah. Uh, hey, I hope this is yeah. the right person. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting married on October 18th. <laughs> I'm getting married on October 18th, and my future wife is a daily podcaster and a huge fan. It'd be awesome to get a shout out for her uh, sometime around the wedding if you can manage it. I know that sometimes timing can be tough with these. Anyway, her name is uh, Jackel, like <laughs> like that crazy Egyptian dog thing. Ja- uh, Jackal? Oh, Jackal. Okay, ja- uh, but she would full on. S H I if if she got one for her something Holy. like this Jack, uh, Jackal uh, through good charts and bad charts I'll always be there to get you some fresh drawers love Andrew <laughs> thanks man so there you go congratulations and <clears throat> why not all right uh, the Alec Baldwin roast was last night yes it, it was last night last ten night. o'clock so they started it at ten it went till midnight. Um, it was pre-recorded. However, um, they were in what they call safe harbor. Yeah. So the language shy of the C word, everything was on the table. Fair game. Fair game. Okay. So they had, they had a good, did you watch any of the case? I did actually, uh, because it, it started right around halftime of the game last night. So I was able to watch, uh, Sean Hayes as the host and then, uh, Nikki Glazer. And then that's all I got to see. Nikki Glazer's now stepped up and she, we, first off, we love her, A, but B, she, she brings pound for pound the more, oh my God moments. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it's, it's funny. Um, it was it was a solid uh, solid collection. The one thing with it is that you have people who clearly have not written their own material. 
you know, and they get up and they do it. It depends on how good they're going to do it. So once you accept that, that's okay. But the stuff is um, is was was pretty hardcore. I thought. Yeah, I mean, listen, Blake Griffin. I'm sure did not write his own he material, write but the way he delivered, he it. was quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we do have some clips there. Okay, what you want to play? Let me. Sean Hayes says yeah, number let's, one. Let's start with that. All right, here we go. Don't worry, Alec. Nothing said here tonight will be meaner than what you left on your daughter's voicemail. <laughs> Alec once said that I was like a brother to him, which is why we haven't talked in 10 years. Of course, I wasn't his first choice to host tonight. His first choice was Tracy Morgan, but even Tracy said, quote, I'd rather go shopping at Walmart with the Walmart driver who hit me. A lot of people think Alec is the best Baldwin brother, but someone saying you're the best Baldwin brother is kind of like your doctor saying, good news, you have the best kind of cancer. All right. So they, you know, and, uh... I think he did a solid job, Case, as the host, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then we move on to, uh, well, Caitlin was there. And, man, they they just, and yeah. Caitlin took it all in stride. Was really okay. good about Smiling it. Smiling. Uh, Smiling. Okay. And, but, the, like, sincere. Got it. Uh, and she was, uh, she, <laughs> I mean. It's <laughs> the easiest target. Right. Oh, but every, here's what happens with these things now. The actual recipient, the actual honoree, is one of everyone yeah. on the roster attacks everyone on the dais, I should say. And so it's it, everyone sort of gets the same kind of treatment. If you're there, you have to be prepared. You're going to get savaged. <laughs> gonna, and yeah. Caitlin got savaged. So, but, but uh, anyway, she got up and had her own. All right, here we go. Take a good look, kids. This is what happens when you eat your Wheaties every morning. <laughs> Oh, that's good. It's good. It's good. That's really, really good. Oh, I'm impressed. Okay. You were making these silly comments and jokes about how I kind of cut it off. Let me remind you, it made Kylie Jenner the youngest self-made billionaire in history. It made Kendall Jenner the highest paid model in the world. I raised 10 children. I currently, well, I'm coming up on 20 grandchildren. I didn't cut it off. I just retired it. (laughs) It was done. I've known Alec for a long time, and I consider him family. We go back when I was Bruce. We were like brothers. So, well, I guess that's one more brother he'll never talk to again. (laughs) That's pretty good. So that was good, nice. and then uh, his daughter Ireland, and the the amount of references references to the uh, little pig yeah. phone call, and yeah. everybody had their way with it, and then she got up. All right, here we go. It's good to be here. I almost didn't even know about it because I haven't checked my voicemails from my dad from the last like twelve years. <laughs> well, a lot of people know my dad as that guy from the Mission Impossible movies or that guy from Thirty Rock. I know him as that guy from, like, half of my birthday parties. A lot of people only know my dad as an angry guy, but he's more than some lunatic who loses his temper. He also loses Emmys and Oscars and custody of his firstborn child. Am I right? Oh, my God. Man. Yeah. So, I... But that's wow. it. There's more, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that's That's brutal. I love it. Yeah, and and everyone honestly, there was no. Everyone took everything in stride and got the whole uh, uh, tone of it. They got it. All right, here's a little more. He was a great dad. I still remember when he would tuck me in and yell me a bedtime story. (laughs) My absolute favorite and his favorite. 
the three little thoughtless pigs. I think Nikki Glaser had the line about um, talking about his wife, Hilaria. Yeah. uh, And and saying she's in such great shape. And she she goes, does being yelled at burn calories? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I see De Niro here. De Niro is actually, De Niro's bad. Like on SNL, he's got a card stapled to his forehead. Yeah. But he was okay. He was okay. All right, yeah. good. Yeah, because the one, yeah, on SNL, he he doesn't learn the dialogue. No. He, he reads uh, the the boards, and and he's looking right at him, and he seems pretty stiff. Yeah. So I don't want to hear this. Here we go. You starred in huge blockbuster movies, Alec, and now you're hosting a game show. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say you're about a year and a half away from doing commercials for reverse mortgages. <laughs> One thing I love about Alec is that, like the Subway Pizza Rat and crazy people fighting over parking spaces, he's quintessential New York. Kind of like Woody Allen, except Alec only screamed at his daughter, and Woody, well, uh, I don't know. He, I don't know. <laughs> Alec, I want to thank you for inviting me to do this. Now Rocky and Bullwinkle won't be the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. <laughs> And then Baldwin got his shot at the at the uh, collective. Okay, all right. Here's Alec. Blake Griffin, tonight you demonstrated what you do best: sitting while others score. <laughs> Adam Carolla, Adam, you might have your own vineyard, but you do most of your white whining on your podcast. <laughs> Ken Jong, I'm proud of you. I'm such a fan of your work. The way you flipped that shrimp tail into your hat on my birthday was just genius. <laughs> Jeff Ross, everybody, Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross is obsessed with food. At his birthday, when he blew out the candles, he wished for another cake. (laughs) Caitlyn Jenner is an American gold medalist who changed genders and somehow still managed to be the least interesting member of her family. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right, well... It was about time. He was he was prime for the picking, man. Yeah, it was, no it's an interesting uh, collection of people because, like, uh, I, apparently there are people who, like Carolyn Rea from, I guess, from uh, the um, uh, the Santa comedian and yeah, Salem, uh, uh, Sabrina, yeah, originally that show. So she apparently knows Baldwin, and they they pulled these people in. But uh, yeah, it was it was a good a good group of people, and and everyone sort of distinguished themselves nicely. Nice. Excellent. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget, we began Money Shark today. Oh, yeah. Next opportunity is coming up at 11 a.m. It's five times a day. You can get the details. My bad. At uh, WMMR.com. We'll be back in just a moment. The President Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I think I crapped my pants. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Kath. Uh, you know what? I'm. I noticed something, but what? I don't know if this will. I don't know if we'll do more than just this one story All because right. there's enough stuff here. But I did. I did notice. Notice notices that there may not be enough for a noticer. Yeah. Uh, but he will notice regardless. His I, commitment to noticing I, is unwavering. I noticed that there was an anniversary of sorts that I overlooked. It was this past Friday. Huh. September 13th, uh, 1969. So it was that many years ago. 50 years ago. Yeah. Discovery of America? No. <laughs> not Discovery of America, but... Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? No oh. way. The first episode ran oh, man. 50 Zoinks. years ago, man. Wow. I wonder if I've seen that episode. I feel like I've seen them I all. have a description of it. 
Okay. I have a description of the first episode. Where are you? Yeah, this is the old original. This is the first theme song. Theme song. Okay. Yeah, theme song. Composed on a harpsichord. Uh, so the first episode was titled "What a Night for a Night," uh, and the second night is K N I G H T. Uh, it follows the so-called mystery gang of Fred, Daphne, Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby as they investigated an archaeologist's disappearance and faced off against a sentient suit of armor, yeah. launching uh, indelible gags and catchphrases along the way. Okay, this is in a castle, I assume, right? You would think so with a yeah, uh, yeah with a knight and a suit of armor. It's in a Jamaican resort, so. <laughs> Uh, but anyhow, does that ring a bell? It does. Yeah, um, it it sounds like every episode. Well, it, it, but I also feel like that episode is um, part of the um, uh, theme song. Like you know, before the uh, the show starts, you know, they show little clips of yep. the right. show, mm-hmm. and yeah. I feel like that there's a clip of them in uh, uh, the night outfit. Okay. So I have a little bit of history since it's uh, it, it's because uh, it's still on. They still have new Scooby-Doo. And not only that, I think we've talked about this before. Uh, I have watched the new Scooby, some of the new Scooby-Doo yeah. movies. They're a lot more aggressive than they used to be. Oh, like, yeah. it yeah. used to be that it, it was not a werewolf. It was a guy who was, and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for these kids with my werewolf costume. The guy's a real werewolf. So they have, they've really gone into paranormal stuff now. Uh, at the time, the show was an outgrowth of sorts of sci-fi adventure series Johnny Quest, which is one of my favorite shows. It only lasted one season. I love Johnny Quest. I agree. Quest. I loved that show when I was a kid because they, they were drawn a little bit better, and it was it was directed. The episodes, the animation was directed like a real movie. Yep, yep. And uh, it was also produced by Hanna-Barbera. Uh, but it was canceled in 1965 after one season. Like I said, Quest was, uh, and this is according to Tony... Uh, Servone, who is a producer on several direct-to-video Scooby-Doo movies, he said it was full of guns and pretty hardcore, especially for its day. Uh, but he said the studio still thought, hey, there's something to this adventure aspect. Maybe we should tone it down a little bit and play with Scooby and Shaggy by having these comical Tom and Jerry-like cartoon characters in the middle of a real-world mystery. And it was pretty groundbreaking for that time. Uh, voice actor Frank Welker was a then-struggling 22-year-old stand-up comic in Los Angeles when he auditioned for Scooby. Uh, first, he was uh, he, he was uh, going after Scooby, and he wanted to be Shaggy before he was offered the role of the ascot-wearing Fred, oh. whom he still voices five decades later on streaming How? service Boomerang, Scooby-Doo, and Guess Who, which will wrap its first season uh, this week on the 19th. How old is he? <laughs> Uh, he's got to be 72 years old because he's been doing it for 52, 50 years, right. and he was 22 when he started. Wow. Yeah. And his voice, uh, well, that voice has always been a very generic voice. Even with the the ascot, I, I, get, I get it. It's iconic with the character. Might be time to lose it. <laughs> uh, he said, I really wanted Shaggy because he was the comedy part, uh, but producer Joseph Barbera kept pushing me towards Fred. He said, you know, you're kind of the same age, so just do your own voice. Just do it, goddammit. And uh, now actors typically record voiceovers alone. Mm. Uh, but the core Scooby cast would assemble in a recording booth, and they were encouraged to ad-lib and play off of each other and even voice different monsters from week to week. I kind of like that. I, I always thought that was something... Now, mind you, there, there's been a number of classic, great animated movies that have been done in that style where people go in and do their lines without the other actors. But I always thought it'd be kind of cool to be... 
acting with the other actors while you're doing these bits, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Velma, who was portrayed by Nicole Jaffe back in the early days, was the one who said Jinkies. And he said, Joe was like, what was that? And so she she created it. She and, created Jinkies? Yeah. It wasn't in the script? Nope. They were ad, they, they, they encouraged them to ad-lib, and she said Jinkies, and they were like, what in the world does that mean? And they just decided to stick with it. So she created that. It's uh, what I call my snack. Welcome. What? <laughs> Jinkies. Welker remembers uh, then the cast uh, started trying to do their own little things, and mine was Hold the Phone, which huh. came in later years. Uh, Scooby had its share of creative lows throughout various TV incarnations and movies, including two critically reviled live-action adventures released in the early 2000s. Uh, fans roundly rejected Cartoon Network's 2010 series, Mystery Incorporated, which abandoned the procedural format for a serialized story and controversially uh, paired Shaggy and Velma as secret lovers. I didn't mind the live-action movies. I thought they were pretty faithful. Did you? Were you okay with them? I liked the first one. Yeah, they weren't horrible. I the first one was fun. Are we all Scooby Doo fans? Oh to yeah, some yeah, 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 yeah. I I got into it because of my brothers. I yeah. Mean, when I was a kid, I don't think maybe I watched a little bit, but I remember both of my brothers like loving it, and so I was like a little bit older watching mm-hmm. it. it. But that to your original point about the the tone shifting the tone from Johnny Quest being a lot more um, hardcore. Uh, as far as the cartoon and, and taking some of that, yeah, as a kid, you know, you would think, oh, this is, there was something different about Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You, you, and that the, the horror element or yeah. that they were always in danger element was cool. Yeah, I uh, did not care for Scrappy. I don't know many people that did. Scrappy was, honestly, was a huge mistake. <laughs> but but Scooby-Dum, <laughs> I like Scooby-Dum. I was going to ask if you remembered <laughs> Scooby-Dum. Were there any other of the Scooby family? Was there a female Scooby at any time? Scoobalina. No, I don't know. Was there? Case, mm. you're kind of the expert. Uh, am I? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't recall. I feel like Scooby dressed. Wait, Scoobgina. Wait, was there like a uh, like a Southern Belle Scooby? <laughs> Scooby <laughs> D. Scooby D. There's Scooby D. Look up Scooby D, uh, Marissa. Scooby D is a female Great Dane. With white fur, first appearing in the Scooby-Doo show, she was a character in the episode called the Chiller Diller Movie Thriller. Mm. I'll bet Phyllis Diller was in that. Right. Uh, as a distant cousin of Scooby's who helped them solve the mystery. She also had a cameo appearance in the second season episode of What's New Scooby-Doo, Homeward Hound, where uh, she's one of many dogs seen at the dog show the gang is attending. She is seen walking past the screen in two separate scenes in the beginning. Scooby-Doo was meant to return to the Scooby-Doo show as a girlfriend to Scooby-Doo, but the show ended before that could happen. Scooby-Doo was voiced by Janet Waldo, uh, better known to many viewers as the voice of Judy Jetson. So she did a lot of work. Scooby-Dumb, you'd have you have to be very dumb to be dumber than, dumber than Scooby-Doo, <laughs> right? So you're at that point, you're you're Scooby brain dead. Notice they just gave him buck teeth <gasps> and made his uh, his yeah. uh, pupils point up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Scooby, what was the girl's name? Scooby D? Yeah. Yes. Was a distant cousin and then was going to come back as a girlfriend? Yeah, right. That's how, you, that's, that's, how you, that's how Scooby Dumb was born. <laughs> Some dogs bang their own kids. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Some dogs eat their own poop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the uh, the show, it says here, continues to evolve. Scooby's talking a lot more now than he ever did, and Daphne is more sarcastic 
and less innocent than when other actresses have played her. Hey, who's voicing uh, Shaggy? Says uh, Greg Griffin, who has voiced the character since 2000. They didn't. They don't. I don't know who's doing Shaggy. Did Casey Kasem do it from the beginning? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. Yep. I but I do it less now that I'm dead. Uh, but mostly, they've really stuck with the classic formula. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Uh, going back to the spirit of the original, where are you? Guess who had brought in comedians, including Wanda Sykes, Ricky Gervais, and Weird Al Yankovic to play themselves, sometimes with a villainous streak. Well, it, it, they always had, and they always were uh, famous for making bizarre selections because they would have people like, uh, even... Like people like Joanne Worley and Ruth Buzzy and well, like, like Mama Cass. Mama Cass. I remember the, the Mama Cass. The Globetrotters. I, I could, love the Globetrotters. Was, and yeah. Batman. And Batman. Mm-hmm. So they would oh, have crossovers. Right. Yeah. Batman and Robin sometimes yeah. would end up with the, yeah. with the mystery gang. Uh, I'm trying to think of a Don Knotts. Marlon Brando. Don Knotts <laughs> was uh, was on there. I'd love to see. Marissa, can you see if there, I'm sure there's a list. We've, we've probably read it before. A list of uh, guest Guest stars on uh, on Scooby Doo. Did Andy Warhol ever make it onto? Uh... <clears throat> no, he was, oh, no, he was on the Love, Love Boat, Boat, right? Yeah, uh, why not? It's not uh, a big jump to Scooby Doo. Greg Griffin, who who voices uh, Scooby Doo, said, "Whenever celebrities guest star, everybody gets a big thrill out of saying the meddling kids line." He said uh, they always freak out if they get to say that. I love that. So they've they've kept it on that many times on purpose. All right, so Marissa found. A list of them. The Three Stooges, uh, Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher. Uh, Mama Cass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. I remember that one. Uh, Jerry Reed. Jerry freaking Reed from Smokey and the Bandit. Wow. Hang on, Marissa. I'll scroll here. Uh, Scott Peterson. (laughs) No, Josie and the Pussycats. Don Adams. Maxwell Smart. Smart. Yeah. These are complete... Blast from the past. Kids, by the way, at the time these were airing, kids wouldn't even have been aware of these celebrities. Davy Jones, he did the famous horseman of Hagglehorth Hall, Hagglehorn Hall, <laughs> uh, Laurel and Hardy, uh, Phyllis Diller, and uh, there you go. That's a list of a few of them. That's there, there's, there's a lot more, right? I mean, and there's got to be because the Globetrotters were yeah, definitely a part absolutely. of it. Absolutely, yeah. I'll, uh, so. keep looking. In fact, didn't they have the Scooby Doo? Globetrotters Hour or they something did. like that and, at one and I, point. Didn't they have their own like travel van with I, a? Uh, they may have. Cause, yeah, because I think the, the Globetrotters Globetrotters had their own regular series. show. Yeah, I do miss the Hanna Barbera stuff. It was it was fun. It was it was not you know it was not on the same level as the Warner Brothers Studios, but there was still a lot of fun. They stuff. were fun. Yeah, they had like Grape Ape and Speed Buggy, Speed Buggy, Buggy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Captain Caveman. <laughs> Uh, All those. There are a lot of really goofy ones, but uh, I yeah. went and I think in the case with, with the Globetrotters, that a lot of them actually voice their own characters. Yeah, a lot of times they have actors portraying these yeah. people. No, I would imagine that was Curly Neal. Yeah, Metalark Lemon, and all those guys. Wow. All right. So we had read the uh, ten best. The ten worst include Simple Plan. What? Oh, these are new. These are newer ones. Oh, these are new. Okay. Well, okay. That's okay. Hold on. Hold on. No, a simple plan. Okay. Uh, then you have Brett Hall. Brett Hall. Uh-uh. Hockey player. <laughs> uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, as we said. Lisa Don, Vanderpump. Don Knotts. Sandy Duncan. Sandy <laughs> Duncan. Yes. Uh, Jerry Reed, we already said. Sonny and Cher, we already said. Oh, Kiss. I saw yes, that one. I remember that. Yep. 
Um, it's great to be here with you in the mystery machine. Ma- uh, Mama Cass. Yes, that's right. Gene would have would have actually voiced that. We'll find out who's been killing these chickens. <laughs> <laughs> with the help of you, you sentient dog. And uh, it says, any deceased or somewhat deceased comedy act like the Three Stooges and Laurel and Hart. Right. Okay. Wow, 50 years ago. That's, uh, I had no idea. I knew, you know, well, I guess, yeah, it makes sense. I'm 50 years old. God, I'm 51 almighty. years old. And I remember it since. Ever. Forever. Ever. From the very beginning. That Scooby-Doo was always on. And, of course, we can't forget the biggest Scooby-Doo fan here in our building. <laughs> this is Bill Weston. Yeah. Bill Weston. Yeah. I'll never forget <laughs> walking to one of our Halloween parties. I think it was at the TLA. It was. And I saw this sort of mutated radiation Scooby-Doo walking down the street. It was giant. Giant. And yeah. it was Bill Weston in a Scooby-Doo costume. That's our boss. He was wearing his costume out on the street uh-huh. as he's walking in. Yeah. He had to park like a few blocks away. <laughs> I mean, in his defense, you're supposed to wear your costume. I thought he'd go in party. maybe and like <laughs> tip up the hat and the head and everything. But he was committed. You got to. Yeah. Uh, yep. Very I'm nice Scooby-Doo. Up. Yeah. I want a Scooby treat. <laughs> Scooby snack. Scooby snack. Scooby snack. But yes. he would say Scooby yeah. treat. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Where's Sonny and Cher? Yeah. All right. Anyhow. Uh, all right. I have time to notice a couple other things. Plenty of time on Scooby-Doo, but we do it. just said he was just going to notice one thing, and now he's noticing more things. I hope I didn't confuse you all. It's okay. Uh, did you guys see this at a solid gold toilet worth a million dollars was <laughs> stolen from Blenheim Palace, the grand estate in England where Winston Churchill was born? I did see that. Yeah. You've always heard stories of golden toilets, and I wonder when, uh, what is the impetus behind a golden toilet? Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, you have so much money that you can actually crap on gold. That's the whole idea behind it. You know, that this is, uh, that's what it, that's, that's how little. I mean, to have a a million dollar toilet means that you have to have a billion dollar. This is true. Exactly. The toilet is supposed to be an art object. It was on display at the palace as part of a public exhibition. Uh, the toilet was fully functional, which means that the thieves actually ripped out the plumbing and caused substantial water damage during uh, the theft. I'm now, sorry. from, I believe it was the Louvre over the weekend, a $1 million poop knife was stolen. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was made of platinum, I think. Yeah, right. yeah. Right, yeah, the poop <laughs> jewel encrusted. <laughs> I wonder if these two things are connected, these two thefts. All right. uh, coincidence? I don't uh, think so. All right, well, all right, that was a quick thing to notice. I noticed other things besides... Toilets and poop knives. That was a short notice. Now yeah. on to more noticeable noticing things. From, the, from, from the notice. <laughs> <laughs> Our stuttering announcer. Hey. <laughs> uh, all right, this is kind of weird. Uh, I think I may have talked about the last time they created this, but material engineers at MIT have produced the blackest black material to date. What? <laughs> Did the, you mention this? This the, is fascinating. The material is ten times blacker than previous record black materials. Uh, it's composed of microscopic filaments of carbon. Uh, scientists grew a forest of vertically aligned carbon nanotubes on a chlorine-etched aluminum foil substrate. Can you picnic in this forest? In the lab. Oh. Uh, the foil-based patch of carbon trees 
captures 99.96% of incoming light, setting a new record. So that's cool. So the, its level of reflectivity is virtually non-existent. Uh, yeah, it says uh, Brian Wardle, the professor uh, of... His name is Brian Wardle. Our aeronautics and astronautics. Making the blackest black thing ever. Astronautics at MIT. Uh, I would like to go out on a date. It's uh, said about their findings. Wardle, you're a genius. Our it, The new material, by the way, is described last week in the Journal of ACS Applied Materials and Interfaces. So uh, the application for this present, do they he, say? He said our material is ten times blacker than anything that's ever been reported. Uh, but I think the blackest black is a constantly moving target. Someone will find a blacker material and eventually we'll understand all the underlying mechanisms and we'll be able to properly engineer the ultimate black. I have no idea what they need to do this for or what it will be used for, Steve. So, you know, the BMW just released, um, and we talked about it last week, the, uh, it was a crossover vehicle that they have painted what, what is with what, what is the darkest automobile appliable paint. Right. The blackest black you can paint a car. Yeah. And the, so that was a big thing. I'm sure there's some sort of um, some aspect kind of, of this. Some kind of scientific, they, you know, do you like that, that they can use it for. Do you like that finish that looks, um, I forget what they call it. It is It is a darker finish, um, and it looks, it's not matte? a shite. Matte. Is it matte? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you like yeah. that look? Yeah, you know what, sometimes I do. Uh, you know, the, the matte craze started a few years ago, and every now and then you'll see cars that are that, are that way. I, I forgot, it might have been in when we were in London, I saw like a Lamborghini that was a matte black, and I'm yeah. like, okay, that's. I hate the look. You do, do you yeah, really? you don't like it. Oh, it just, I'm just, I never got into it. it like on a Prius, kind of it doesn't matter, but on something that's Any supposed to be like a stealthy car, right? Dude, I saw it on a um, on a Mercedes uh, just last week. I, I thought it looked sharp, man. I thought it looked really, really good. And you're right, like on a Prius, it doesn't look right, but on a Lamborghini and on this particular uh, Mercedes, it it looked. really Really, really cool. Sometimes when it's done after factory, you can tell it just mm-hmm. doesn't look quite right. But if it's done from the get go that way, it looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some other matte colors that are that are not, you know, normally it's black or gray. But I've seen like a green matte, which is like, wow, okay, that really stands out. That's totally different. So I what think about it, Matt Cowper? Have you uh, seen that? It's the new paint. You know, <laughs> sick. That's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> Call it sick. <laughs> Presenting Matt Cowper. <laughs> sick. Matt Cowper Green. Sick. Prepare for the sickest revolution <laughs> in car painting technology. Matt Cowper Black. Sick. I love football helmets and I love how shiny football football helmets are. Uh, but the and I like puppies. <laughs> I like puppies. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the. Minnesota Vikings, they have a matte um, oh, purple. They? Yeah, does it's, it look good? Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, you know, as a kid, like I always wanted like a professional football helmet. It always came in the Sears catalog. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is what I want, but it was like a hundred bucks, so wasn't getting that. But um, I, what I always liked about that is you, you would always see like the reflection of the sky or the or the the lights of the um, the, the stadium around yeah. the helmets. Is this what we're like looking that. at the, on the screen here in the studio case? Is that yeah. it? But yes. So, the, but the um, I think the Vikings are the first. Actually, you know what? The Browns uh, helmets are, are are matte orange now as well. But the Vikings started with their with their matte purple. Ah, the Browns! What a helmet! 
<laughs> you know what, man? I, I like you the, like that. I like the Browns uniform. I okay. really do. Yeah, they. Right. Uh, they um, I don't know. It just it's simplistic. It is. Yeah, it's. A I really like flashy uniforms, but that one I like as well. Okay, yeah. I do like that. Uh, that Viking, that uh, matte purple, it looks mm-hmm. pretty cool. It does look. Yeah, it looks sort of sci-fi-ish. Yeah, you know what it looks like Steve. What looks sick. sick. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I said I'd like to order some matte Cowper black, please. Yeah. You sure? Uh, it's pretty sick. Uh, so anyhow, I, I don't know what they're going to use this super dark black, uh, thing for, so we'll see. <laughs> but they did it. They did it. They did it. All right, we don't Does have... the notice you have any more? Casey gave me the, the wrap-up. Casey wrap says up. no. So no we more... to send the noticer away. No more noticing. No more noticer. Sorry about that. Sorry. Uh, but let's take a break, and let's give away one of our bitch box invites. It's on Thursday. Zayday to Pie Sorority and Kathy's Bitch Box Part 3 Complete... With fashion show. The whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be at, uh, we had our last one at Harris in Philadelphia. It was wonderful. It was a great time. And and I want to thank the gang at Harris for, uh, they went above and beyond with decorating the location. We're going to be actually be in the ballroom this time. Yeah, different. we're in a different location, yeah, but yeah. I can't imagine it's going to be, uh, it'll be just as good. And we'll yeah. be the only one there with balls. It's awesome. Yeah, we yeah. will be. So let's take caller number <laughs> 17, 215-263-WMMR. You have to be female, at least 21 years of age, and we will bring you into the fold of Zeta to Pie the Sorority. You want to mention any uh, participants? Yeah, yeah, just quick. Actually, they just got dropped off, um, but the Yummy Bites, they're these uh, fresh, healthy snacks um, that are excellent. We actually had her in the box last year, and I fell in love with these little snacks that she has, so everybody's going to get some of them. Uh, Floral and Hardy, in case you guys um, haven't heard of this garden center, it's in Skifak. Pennsylvania. Yeah, we've heard of it. Yeah, so of course I had to involve them somehow. They gave uh, an assortment of uh, a whole, d- just different things from their uh, little garden center, which is absolutely wonderful. And then uh, I wanted to thank Christopher Curris Photography. He did a lot of the photos for us. Um, and you'll, you're going to get a sneak peek. There's some stuff on social media. There's some stuff on PrestonandSteve.com. And then, of course, Harris, Philadelphia. Get lucky with the area's newest slot machines, the best table games, and live horse racing. Show me any current box like this that that has this amount of stuff mm-hmm. attached to a big release party mm-hmm. with all this sort of stuff going on. And you'll find out that night some of the stuff doesn't even fit in the box yes. that you'll be getting as oh, well. Yeah. The I, bonus. I Did you see um, the little uh, engraving on that bottle? No, I gotta check that out. Check. It's so cool. Alright, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Some Bizarre File stories are right around the corner. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Dinosaur Pilo. I'm always on the back foot. Yeah, 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 I'm always on the back foot. We have our final look at traffic. Let's take it. What's going on, Kath? Uh, is it okay? I no. I you know I I feel like I I I don't know. This is terrible, but I'm just going to say it. But I have no idea if any of the traffic I've been giving you all morning is even correct. So ah, um, just bear well, with me. Well, how are things along the Charles of these eight? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like I, I mean, I feel like I should just read the sponsor because I, I, what I have is no. It's not even what's happening on the road. Oh. So this traffic report is brought to you by Walmart. <laughs> Introducing free next day delivery from Walmart. Order must have items today. Get them tomorrow with no membership fees on eligible items. Only thirty five. Minimum order not available in all locations, and that's your.
traffic, maybe, on 93.3 uh, WMMR. Well, the, you, right there it says a, a Pony Express rider drove a Conestoga wagon off the wheel. Listen, I could just keep going all morning. I probably could have done that, but that's listen, rude. No, listen, there are there, people out there that listen to the traffic for a reason. There are all kinds of weird things going on. Number one, we had an issue with our uh, our contest this morning with Money Shark with the, the, the code. Has that yeah. been fixed? Do we know what was going on, Marissa? Yeah, there's something with the cell phone server. Um, <laughs> it should be fixed for the 11 o'clock for the next one. And now I'm seeing all these texts coming out throughout the course of the morning that our podcast for Friday wasn't available. What's up with that? So that was available on our website. You can always get it on WMR.com, PressAndSteve.com. But for some reason, it wasn't pinging to iTunes and Overcast and all these places where people download the podcast every day. Um, but you can always find it on the website if there's ever an issue. Is this a Mercury retrograde thing occurring or well, are we in one wondering. of those? Yeah, you know, Pierre is a big uh, proponent of that stuff. Yep. Or not a proponent, but an acknowledger of it. I feel like the traffic site of stuff is not even on our end. So Hmm. it's just happening all over the place. And I, I... This morning, I, I had my first period. You did? Oh, okay. Do you oh want to get ice cream? It's unbelievable. Somebody slap him in the face. <laughs> that's right. right. Slap him yeah, in the yeah. face. Supposed to hit him. If that's they, right. It's my first big period. Yeah. Yeah. And like what my mom did is let's go out for ice cream. Like right. in the old country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretend this isn't happening. All right. So it's a weird day. That's right. Perfect for the bizarre file yeah. then, right? Bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. This just in, Mercury is not in retrograde. Oh. I just looked it up. It's in Gatorade. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, by the way, Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre <laughs> File brought to you by Gwen and Mercy University, where you can make a difference and a living. Check out their evening open house on Tuesday, September 17th, and you can learn more about their excellent academics, generous scholarships, and deep commitment to service. Sign up today at gmercyu.edu. That's gmercyu.edu. A jury convicted William Wassmond on Thursday of both first-degree murder and aggravated battery after he was charged earlier this year for the death of Jess Spicer. Listen to how this happened. Testimony during the trial showed that a man who lived nearby found Spicer deceased on Wassmond's property. Wassmond had set up a booby-trapped shotgun, which fired and struck Spicer when he tried to enter a shed on the man's property. Yeah. Wiseman's defense argued that he did not set the gun, but had frequently griped of theft and on the property and highlighted evidence to suggest that Spicer went there to steal. Prosecutor Matt Gotten had contended uh, it didn't matter so much why Wasman set up the gun to fire, but that he did, and it ultimately killed someone. One of the state's primary witnesses said that he was present the day Wasman set up the booby-trapped shotgun, the witness testified that Wasman told him about uh, told him about it as he was loading uh, things from the shed into his truck, and the witness uh, told several people about the trap and his concerns. Uh, after the verdict, Spicer's family and friends held back tears and gave hugs. So, yeah, I mean, you really can't set something up lethal. You know, you could have a, it shoot upwards as a deterrent, but uh, yeah. So. I mean, when I uh, my machine gun rigs at home, Preston, yeah. they shoot up. Okay, that's They're a good not, idea. I'm not having them shoot through the door. I'm not an idiot. A Scottish woman was left mortified after her vibrator started buzzing in her suitcase on the airport carousel <laughs> as she stood with her family waiting for her luggage. She was forced to turn off her sex toy in front of everyone. At arrivals in Cyprus. Sorry, it's my dildo. Uh, she tweeted, uh, came to Cyprus on a family holiday, and we were waiting for our suitcases to come out after our flight. 
My case comes right out of the corner in front of everyone and bzz, loud as <laughs> F. Do you admit to that or you just say, I'm a terrorist? Uh, the post has gone viral, uh, being liked over 12,000 times. Uh, explaining the reason for taking the piece of equipment abroad, she said, I'm in a room for two weeks, uh, which only me and my boyfriend are in with a laughing emoji. So, Did I tell you about I was out to dinner with my family a couple of weeks ago, and my son was like, hey, what's that on the ground? And I thought it was a lipstick. And I picked it up, and it was a vibrator. A pop, a pop I think glow. I remember that. Yeah, wow. it was a, like a little pill vibrator. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Right, god, like a silver bullet type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Had you rubbed it on your lips at this point? No, but uh, so the girl that was sitting there that I wasn't with these people, her purse was open, and it had fallen out of her oh purse. <laughs> Question, Kathy: If that was you, what would you have done? I would have died. I probably would have pretended like it wasn't mine. No, 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 no. If you were in oh. my shoes and you, and you picked it up. Oh, my God. I would have ran to, like, disinfect my hands immediately. I tapped her on the shoulder. I said, I think, I said, I no, know you... this, I, I think this is this is a little embarrassing, but this fell out of your purse. This is a true story? This and? is a true story. What'd she what say? She... Dude, like, she was like, oh, okay, thanks. There you go. Yeah. And that's... that was it. Are you sure that's what it was? Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I don't know Did what else. Did it say quip on it? Did not say quip on it. Yeah, <laughs> Kathy. I know my vibrators, vibrators Kathy. Kathy. Yeah. You know your pocket vibrators. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you touched it. Man, wait, I thought it was lipstick. I thought it was lipstick. That's why I picked it up. I did go wash my hands after that. Of course you did. Yeah. I think my inclination would be not to embarrass her and just leave it there. I, you know. Yeah. 100%. In, in yeah. Retrospect, I should have done that. but eh, Or, or you know what? Take it, package it, and we gift it for Christmas. <laughs> she was probably thankful that you gave it yeah. to her, so... All right, well, here's one thing you can't actually get at Target, and that's a dead body rolled up inside a red carpet. Two men used a Target shopping cart to push a corpse through the streets of Harlem. That is not what Target is for. Early Thursday, as captured in surveillance video. The footage shows the two men on either side of the cart, both wearing baseball caps as they push the body down the sidewalk. Uh, the man walking backward repeatedly turns his head as he works with the other man to try and drag the cart down the sidewalk. At one point, an early morning bike rider rolls by oblivious. Hours later, a passerby on his way to the gym for his morning workout spotted the body because he noticed two feet with socks that were protruding from the carpet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ticky, ticky, ticky. Uh, the witness called the police who found the unconscious and unresponsive man with signs of head trauma and wrapped in a cardboard Jeez. box inside of the carpet. Yeah, it's messed up. Can you get that through Amazon? Med- medics responded, and uh, the man, whose identity was not immediately known, was pronounced dead at the scene. Oh. Uh, let me see here. How about this? A man in New Zealand, in Auckland, uh, brought a clown along to a redundancy meeting with him. Now, this is essentially, it was a review, and they were going to fire him. He brought a clown along with him and admits that the move was a touch unusual. Joshua Jack says his opportunity to do something different came after receiving an email from his employer informing him of, quote, bad news. We're having a meeting to discuss your role. He said, I thought it's either a promotion or worse, and I thought it's best to bring in a professional, and so I paid $200 and I hired a clown. Who who says bad news when they're giving you a promotion? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Jack was working for an ad agency, FCB, at the time of the meeting. Uh, despite losing his job, he said it was a positive experience. He said, I mean, I did get fired, but apart from that, it was all smooth running. Jack says the clown lightened the mood by making some balloon animals, a unicorn and a poodle. It was rather noisy, he said, him making balloon animals, so he had to tell him to be quiet from time to time. Mm. 
He said it was nice to spice up the meeting and that his bosses could see the humorous side of it. They fired him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they got to waste money on a clown. Jack has since found another job. He starts at the DDB agency on Monday. And his advice to anyone in the same situation as he was, he said, I definitely recommend Joe the Clown. He's one of the best around. <laughs> All right. Has recommended him. All right, and we'll just wrap right there. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Uh, don't forget, uh, Letter of the Day, Word of the Week prize. Very cool one. In fact, I'll bring you up to speed on exactly what that is when we return. And we also have the lesson question when we get back. It's a chance for you to win if you've been paying close attention to the show this morning. Stay with us. We'll get it all in a bit. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Studio Day is a chance for high school students to explore Newman University's programs in digital media, broadcasting, and production. You can use Newman's radio and TV studios and meet media professionals like Marissa Magnata and Andre Gardner. Studio Day is Saturday, October 19th from 10 till noon on Newman's campus in Delaware County. Discover how cutting-edge technology and industry connections can launch your career. Come to Studio Day on October 19th. To reserve your place, visit neumann.edu slash Studio Day. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Beautiful, beautiful weather week we have in store. Love being able to say that. At least the whole work week's going to be nice. Mid-80s today, and then we're going to remain in the mid to upper 90s, mid to upper 70s uh, for the rest of the week with plenty of sunshine. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely wonderful. Excited to get to start wearing pants. Oh, you're excited to wear pants? Yeah. I thought you hated that. Well, I bought some new pants, so I'm excited to... He bought some new pants, the same pant in every single color they offer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's right, sweatpants, right? So I saw yes. pants up on your screen. Is that behind you? Was that the pants you were buying? Not those. No, 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 no. All no, right. literally. Wait until you see them. They're they're, they're awesome. They are awesome. All right, it's all exactly. But they the are same. bright colored pants. Mm-hmm. Exact same pants, different color. Yep. Yeah. All right. It's a fashion <laughs> yeah. plate. That's his That's thing. It. That's my yeah. thing. Yeah. He's our Armani. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're gonna. And by the way, uh, a couple of people texting and asking, uh, "Where is Nick today?" Nick is out. Nick we actually. Never well, we're gonna him. we're gonna talk to him tomorrow. So right. Nick is uh, he's been in Colorado, uh, and in, in fact, today was a vacation. He had taken a, a day off because he was up to visit his mom and dad, and so uh, he had planned on taking a long weekend. Uh, but something happened, and uh, <laughs> he'll tell us about that tomorrow. It involves Area Fifty One. Yeah. No, 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 just uh, but anyhow, it uh, it does involve mountain climbing. So. Uh, he will be with us uh, tomorrow morning. We're going to do today's lesson question. And we have a pair of tickets in the suite for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway on October 6th. Mm-hmm. question that I have for you this morning is, what's the new comedy duo from the land down under? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR is from early this morning. What's the new comedy duo from the land down under? 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening and you heard... And you know, then you should call because you just might win. We're going to do the trash wire call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve, some stories, please, if you will. Yes, Jennifer Lopez's second husband, Chris Judd, telling TMZ that despite their split many years ago, things are really good between them. Judd said he sees Lopez two or three times a week, and she always smiles when he hands her her Grubhub order. Hey! <laughs> Former Honey Boo Boo star Mama June Shannon has been indicted by a grand jury on charges of felony drug possession, theft, and domestic violence. 
Shannon says she's confident she can beat the charges because she's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, now that Liam Neeson is uh, split with Miley Cyrus, Lindsay Lohan has begun attempting to flirt with him on social media. Liam is reportedly confused, believing that Lindsay is the club singer from Jabba the Hutt's Cave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's your... Hollywood trash. All righty. I'll see if uh, we can get a winner. We were looking for the answer to this question. What is the new comedy duo from the land down under 215-263-WMMR? It's from early this morning. It was in the uh, 7 o'clock hour. Uh, so if you happen to know, we're going to try and find that out from you. So I'm going to go to Reno. Hi, Reno. You're on the air. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, <laughs> Reno. Appreciate that. What's the new comedy duo from uh, the land down under? Pants and Dingo. Yeah, Pants and Dingo. Hang on, Reno. Set you up with a pair of tickets in the suite for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway. October 6th. NASCAR returns to Dover October 4th to the 6th, and tickets start at 50 bucks. And kids' tickets are as low as $10. You can get yours today at DoverSpeedway.com. Let us get to the music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Dickhead. All righty. Let's see what we got for you here. We're going to start with this sad news that we had from earlier this morning uh, that Rick Ocasek of... The Cars has passed away. Guitarist and uh, leader of the band was found dead in his Manhattan apartment yesterday at age 75, according to Rolling Stone, at approximately 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, police officer responded to a 911 call at Okasik's home, and uh, they discovered that uh, he was unconscious and unresponsive. He was later pronounced dead at the scene, though no, no cause of death has been revealed. A rep for the New York City office of the Chief Medical Examiner's Office did not immediately reply for a request as of yet. Okasik is survived by six sons, two from each of his three marriages. At the time of his death, he was estranged from his third wife, supermodel Paulina Porskova. They've been together for years. Yeah, a long time. Um, he was born Richard Theodore Okasik in Cleveland, and he is responsible for most... Of the timeless and important pop rock new wave classics recorded between 1978 and 1985. Literally writing every big hit for the Cars. Uh, And it was during their uh, original eight-year run that he wrote all those hit songs. Uh, He played rhythm guitar, shared lead vocals with late bassist Benjamin Orr, and wrote such instant radio staples as Just What I Needed, Shake It Up, Since You're Gone, You Might Think, Good Times Roll, uh, Touch and Go... Uh, Drive, Tonight She Comes. Drive is such a great song. Heartbeat City, Let's Go, Magic, and uh, My Best Friend's Girl. I wrote all of those songs. Yeah, and as you pointed out earlier, he produced a ton of artists and um, was responsible for a lot of hits through other artists. Yeah, Weezer being one of them, the Blue (laughs) Album. He produced that. Yeah. I, I, you know, so I I grew up in the MTV generation. So as far as I can remember, music. Had music videos, and right. I, and I, I sometimes feel like that took away from like the actual music itself. I never yeah. realized what like what a great song Sledgehammer was until I like really listened to it in my car because I'd really only seen it on on MTV. And I can I, I can kind of say the same thing. You had sort the, of an attached gimmick to it. Uh, yeah. No, I, I I hear that completely. Yeah. So you. You're like, wow, this stands on its own mm-hmm. without the imagery. Now the cars had some really revolutionary videos. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you might think was a big one for yeah. them, and uh, what was the one that had? I think it was you might think where the, he was uh, the fly, you know? Yeah, uh, the, that's yeah. The one. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, they were they were heavily involved in the MTV uh, heyday, and that's how I learned about them was because of pop up video. Yeah. You might think was a big pop up video feature. Yeah, and at the time that was like groundbreaking technology, yeah. oh, the, the, the graphics and everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Uh, at the Cars 2018 Rock Hall induction, guitarist Elliot Easton took time out to thank Rick Ocasek for providing the group with an unforgettable repertoire of hits. He said, it all begins with a great song. With that, none of this would exist. The music business, radio, Hall of Fame, all of it. Without a great song, there's nothing. And in Rick Ocasek, we had an incredible songwriter. Uh, when he actually took the podium, he saluted his nearest and dearest. He said, most importantly, I want to thank my loving family because they know me pretty well, but they still like me anyway. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was known as a real sweet guy. So, yeah, and you had a personal encounter with him, and he was super nice to he you. Was very, very nice. Didn't yep. somebody run into him on an island? One of our... Mm. Didn't, like, Bill Burns see him in, like, St. Barth's or something? I didn't know that. No, I know no, no. Bill Burns briefly was in the cars. <laughs> yeah, he was... Uh, yeah, yeah. Tambourine player, I think. Tambourine, and uh, he was what a, what a force to be reckoned with. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea, Marissa. I take it back. Another uh, another uh, one that we lost and we spoke about last week was Eddie Money, and all the tributes are rolling in uh, after people took the weekend. Ronnie Spector yeah. weighed in. Of course, she's, uh, you know, just like Ronnie sang. Yeah, that's what big, that's about. That helped uh, revitalize her career. Take me home tonight, yeah. Uh, she said Eddie's voice was soulful rock and roll. I just loved it. That's really what got... Uh, that's really why we got together in the first place. I loved his voice. He loved mine. He introduced me to a whole new generation of fans in the 1980s with our recording and video of Take Me Home Tonight. Uh, Sammy Hagar said, R.I.P. My, my friend. Uh, memories like this and your music will live forever. Our love goes out to you and your wonderful family. And I know you and Bill are rocking. By that, he's talking about Bill Graham. Uh, Bill Graham managed Eddie Money. Yes. He didn't just uh, book him. He managed him. Legendary Bill Graham. Yeah. Paul Stanley uh, wrote Eddie Money, R.I.P. So sad to hear of his passing. I remember his first album, which I loved. A fine singer through the years. My condolences to his family. Uh, D. Snyder, he was friends with him. Had some <laughs> wonderful things to say. Uh, an un- unexpected tribute like Rob Zombie. Yeah. I uh, said Metallica played uh, s- uh, sort of like a special show at the Palladium in L.A. right after they appeared that night on the Grammys with Lady Gaga, and I was up in the VIP section watching Metallica, and Eddie Money was up there, and I was just hanging out with him, talking, and he was super nice and really funny. He said he talks in that sort of like your inappropriate uncle at a Christmas or something. <laughs> like, let me tell you, he had uh, he had a very distinctive voice, and it was just one bad joke after another after <laughs> another, and he was really super cool. So, sad news once again, but uh, the tributes are rolling in. I- Two Tickets to Paradise uh, is, you know, it's just, I, I love the, that's one of the most, um, you know, energizing beginnings to a song. I just love it. Oh, yeah. 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 And and Baby Hold On, the, the lyrics yes. in it, the, the words are great. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't think about what's not enough now, baby. Just think about what we got. Yeah. You know, there's some really, really wonderful words in there. So sad once again. All right, moving on to some other things. Uh, Here's a good one. Hell yeah, guitarist Tom Maxwell said on social media that his hand surgery last week went perfectly. You're a musician and you need hand surgery? I mean, that's you got to be sweating over that one. Uh, He had the procedure on September 10th to correct a condition on the middle finger of his left hand known as trigger finger. 
Uh, the condition uh, developed after Maxwell broke the finger in a previous car accident. He went to a doctor <coughs> hand who advertises on late night television. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, while Anytime, Ma- day and night. You got a hand problem, you give me a call. <laughs> uh, while Maxwell's surgery forced Helly out of cancer, cancel several shows this month, the band will get back out on the road uh, this November, December, starting November 15th in Cincinnati, and then run through December 19th. I remember when Tom Petty, during I forget what album they were producing, but he punched the wall, broke his hand. Mm. I mean, you're right, Preston. Yeah. S- even the slightest yeah. variation on your functionality with your hand, yeah. that's your moneymaker. All right, and then one last story. Uh, Metallica guitarist Kirk Hammett said in a video interview from the Toronto musical instrument superstore Cosmo Music that he would love to produce and or direct a horror movie one day. Cool. Uh, He said, I've just got to get my S together. I have to prioritize. And at this time, music means so much to me and is an obvious strength for me. But I think I can make a really incredible horror film. I think he just defined what would be his incredible horror movie. What about a guy who has to keep all of his crap throughout his life and store it? There's your horror, right? Uh, uh, And you can call it getting my ass together. He said, uh, one, I need to find the time. Two, I need to find someone else's money. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I already have the soundtrack, so that part of the work is done. Scoring it would be a huge pleasure for me, and I've just got to get it together and find a script and start doing all the groundwork, and that's a lot of work. He said, "Ask Slash and ask Rob Zombie." If he if he self finances yeah. though, and like for an, an independent film, yeah. you know, and it takes off, say like Get Out did, yeah, you could be you know a, a massive hit. You know, I always think of like movie scenarios in my yeah. head, and I actually have a, a horror movie scenario that was inspired, believe it or not, by Metallica. And all right, lay and, it on us. So the uh, the end, of, like here's the deal. The murderer, it's a slasher film. Okay. The murderer would be essentially, would be like Dave Mustaine. If you recall the story of Metallica and Dave Mustaine, they basically fired him from the band in New yes. York. And they said, here's your bus ticket to back to San Francisco. Right. So the, the slasher in the movie would be somebody like that who was really pissed off and really jilted. There's and, a grudge. And ha- has a grudge. And then just for years and years, plots and plans on how to kill <laughs> The, the the band with a, with a rock theme to it with a rock and he would do it in the middle of the desert on the tour bus uh, and it and so basically the entire slasher film would take place on a tour bus huh mm-hmm. would he have gone on to have a successful rock band as well like, no like no 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 he okay. wasn't actually Dave Mustaine but uh, okay. I wasn't sure if you, if you, yeah, if you were taking that exact Dave Mustaine story because he went on and had his own yeah, decent Megadeth. career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, interesting. Something along those lines. There you go. Talk to Shyamalan about it. Mm, he doesn't take my calls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have his phone number. All right, and that's all I have for you in music news this morning. Tell him I'm not here. <laughs> Let's take one more break. Come back in a second, and we'll get the first letter for the Word of the Week prize this week. Brent is in for Pierre one more day, so we'll get him in. We'll be back in a minute. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the inaugural Market Street Run for Blue, presented by Wawa. Sunday, October 27th, the event benefits the Philadelphia Police Foundation with a run through historic Old City to 30th Street Station and back for a post-run festival at Penn's Landing, featuring food and beverages courtesy of Wawa, awards for top finishers in multiple age groups, and fun for the whole family. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. Sunday, October 27th. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. 
We are about ready to wrap up today's program, uh, which has been a fun one for a Monday morning. Mondays are always a bit of a challenge for everybody, no matter what you do. Uh, but part of the fun was the fact that we had our good friend Jose come by this morning. That was so cool. Yeah. Uh, former uh, fellow worker in uh, in our old building, and uh, he's our maintenance guy, and he's still there, and he's just, that dude is just, he's just, you're in a good mood when you're around Jose. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, so it was nice to have him by. So thank you, Jose. And uh, we got Money Shark started. That was pretty awesome. And your next opportunity comes up with the gentleman who is sitting to my left right now, Mr. Brett Porsche. Hey. He's here. Hey, man. Good Monday morning to my family. Yeah. <laughs> family. One more day to go, yes, dude. Sir. Yes, sir. Or Mr. Robert. I had three testicles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to keep going with the Money Shark, man. Looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah you got shoulder. Cool. Did you have a good weekend? I did. I had a great weekend. I was in AC on Saturday night. Saw Tyler Bryant with uh, Soraya. Yeah. At this new rock club down in AC called the Anchor Rock Club, oh. uh, which is super cool. Uh, what did I do? Friday night, I was up in Dorney Park for their Halloween haunt thing. They had a VIP party up there, so we got to do the, cool. the ins and outs and ride the monster trucks up there. Oh, stuff. you did? Yeah, we got to ride in the monster trucks. That's part of their exhibit up there. So Dorney's great. Yeah, had a great time. Wow. Okay, and you know what? And that's the word of the week prize this week is giving away 10 Sweet. pairs of tickets. Uh, not 10 pairs, 10 tickets, and then you get to ride in. Did you go in Gravedigger or Megalodon? You I did Megalodon. I wanted to go in Gravedigger, but they actually let you, uh, they have monster trucks set up in this monster truck alley, like Thunder Alley or whatever they call it, and you can sit in the monster truck. So you can sit in Gravedigger, you can sit in El Toro Loco, which is the one with the big bullhorn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Max D is there. They have all sorts of drivers that are going to be appearing wow. over the, the next coming nights and weeks and stuff. Really, really cool. Plus, you get to be... Up close and personal, and see how big the tires are on yeah. the uh, on the monster trucks, and you get to spin the wheel and see how it is to turn the wheels and stuff like that. Really, really cool, especially me because I'm a motorhead. I like that kind of stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's get the letter, and All then right. we'll get people people close to winning that. Here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter and the Preston and Steve shows brought to you today by the letter by the letter J is in Jose. All right, and so we have, like I said, 10 tickets to Dorney Park, plus your entire group gets a ride in a real monster truck with reserved line passes. Strap in for an unforgettable ride aboard an all-new 10-passenger Gravedigger or Megalodon truck on a freestyle-inspired course and as part of Monster Jam Thunder Alley at Dorney Park now through November 3rd. Don't miss any of the excitement or activities of this full-throttle fun for the whole family. Uh, info at DorneyPark.com. Slash Monster Jam. So we'll give that away on Friday. What's up on cool. today's show? All right, Workforce Blocks today. We're approaching the anniversary of Nirvana's Nevermind. So we're going to do a big block of tunes from that record. We got The Who and Tool, part of our Workforce Blocks. Win them before you can buy them tickets all week to see Bob Dylan and his band at the Met coming up November 21st. And more chances at $1,000 with MMR's Money Shark. Awesome, man. All right, well, hang with Brent Porsche one more time. And then uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by. Uh, Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and the Preston and Steve Show runs on Dunkin', also winter airport parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International, and Armor Metals and Recycling for all of your metal and computer recycling needs. Uh, tomorrow morning is a Tuesday, so we'll have a tattoo to give away, Preston and Steve tattoo, a tattoo Tuesday, and we have the triumphant return and story of one Mr. Nack, Mick, Nack, Nick McElwain and his adventures in Colorado. Yeah. And you'll hear what uh, what went on there when he returned. It'll <laughs> be interesting. That's it. We're done. Rage on. And have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye.
the Breston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. One of those days where you just wish you didn't wake up. Next message. Hey, Kathy. Nana Puya. Nana Puya. Nana Puya. Next message. What the f is a trucker's hat? I've been a trucker for nine years. I've never gotten a hat. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484 434 1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.